Today on the podcast, we have a good friend of mine from a long line of writers, fighters, artists, photographers, marketing guru. Uh, he himself, an award-winning international published photographer and designer for such clients as the UN, Samsung, Frost Science Museum, El Decor, UK, Bride Magazine, Italy, international touring musician with over 10 albums released with both major and indie labels and recently featured in Rolling Stone Magazine, my good friend, Valentin Melstrom. Now, what's up, man? All good. How was your drive? It was good. It was... Uh, I can't... Can, can pretty you? straight drive. Yeah, just make sure that you talk this way. Don't tell me how to talk. <laughs> <laughs> tell me how to talk that's funny <laughs> i was just thinking about that driving over here i was listening to uh the eric lopez uh episode yeah you did and i was thinking about defiance and all this with ayahuasca and the defiance part man yeah i'm currently going through a defiance stage yeah but on the level i didn't i wasn't aware of hmm. really yeah I, I, on a level that you weren't aware of yes i, I think it was it's with my son okay you know i'm defying the fact that you know you get you, you know when you had you had your son yeah obviously you know when <laughs> but, <laughs> but when i've never experienced that that fear before that c- comes with that love yeah the more you love something the more you start fearing and the more you start contracting and you realize wait a minute i gotta be brave here yeah I gotta do something else i have to set yeah. something besides my own yeah so my resistance is causing that kind of underlying fear and it's inter- you mm. see what i'm saying it's bo- it's kind of interrupting my love and the to be able to like enjoy, the flow yeah, yeah to enjoy it like con- is it a sense of control it's a, no it's a, it's an underlying melancholy with that comes with that love or that we you know it's it's a uh, Wow. That you might, you know, oh, man, I love this so much. I don't ever want to lose this. And the more you love it, no, no, no. And you, you resist the fact and you start focusing on that. Oh, wow. Right? I never thought I never thought about it that way. No, so, but it's bothering me, that underlying. I used to think melancholy was something, when I grew up, I enjoyed it. Like, t- for music, for art, for all these things, it's very... Yeah, yeah. You know. it's it's a It's a good source of creative energy right i mean get yeah. close to death get close to it yeah exactly and, get, and almost you know but you do it in a, in a sci-fi way you know yeah. and 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 this is not a sci-fi way this is real shit when it's your son when it's uh, you know somebody you love when it's man and you yeah the reality is different when you're doing you know we're into goth or whatever you're yeah doing, like you're 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 cosplaying you know man for when I had when I had my first kid, right? Mm-hmm. It's like so you have like despair, you know. Like let's say in your life you have it's like levels, right? So yeah. you have like your despair range, yeah. you have your happiness range, mm-hmm. you have your um, you know sadness range, you have your fear range. It's like you know you're at a range for everything, you know, and yeah. then it's like all the range comes just got expanded. So, like, the range for joy 
just like got opened up, like it got opened wide, right? Like bursting into tears, exactly. Because you, you connect because with they you. because they they you know you get emotional. Started walking or whatever, or mm-hmm. you know you see another father with their child and like a veterans coming home video, mm-hmm. like yeah, you're like, oh! <laughs> yeah. I think I'm cutting yeah. some onions, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the capacity for it seems like your capacity for the range of emotions mm. changes completely. Or it gets deeper, right? It's like deeper. It gets deeper. deeper it gets man. more profound. Yeah. You, uh, that's the kind of the conversation I have people with that don't have that aren't parents. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't know, man. You know, you don't know. It's just you can't. It's Im- I think it's impossible for somebody that doesn't have a child to know that leveling up as a human experience, right? Yeah. Because it's it takes your, you know, it takes your. It takes it takes you to another level mm-hmm. in all aspects of who you are. It's like you can't don't put me in a position to choose between, you know, protecting my child or doing anything atrocious to another human being. It's like just don't put me in that position because it's always gonna be protecting my kid, yeah. you know? I, I I gave my my I was I gave my mother a call while driving here in the mm. morning. She's sitting. She's in a you know high risk kind of. A, so she's quarantined in Sweden. Yeah. Uh, where I'm where I'm from and where my my the bigger part of my family is. Well, everybody is pretty much besides my unit. Uh, and we we spoke about this, and I told her I never I never I never experienced this. Yeah. And, f- and I said, the, she's like, well, she knows of course, <laughs> but I never <laughs> felt it from yeah. that side. And I said, I I've come full circle empathy wise. Yeah. And. I never, so I think the, the way to explain, if somebody would explain to me, not, oh, you don't know that love. And if somebody said, oh, you don't know that fear. You don't know that, f- you don't know that all these range of emotions yeah. that have expanded beyond think, your capability of understanding. And I think what happens is when, if you don't feel that fear that's underlying, it's just a focus thing, right? Yeah. When when I have a tendency to get stuck in my head sometimes, and I have to get out and try and you know through the things I do through music, through, yeah. through uh, activities and whatever it may be uh, systems and projects, but when you don't, if if you if you don't look at it, you know understand where it's on the line, you can deny it. Like oh, yeah. there's so much love, yeah, but it's be- you're loving it so much because you're so afraid of losing it. Yeah, you know the the realities of the outside of the universe trying to murder us from start, <laughs> <laughs> like, trying to destroy yeah. us, not yeah, yeah, with yeah. intention of like I'm going to destroy you because I don't like you. It's just I'm going to try and destroy you because yeah. hmm. if you make it through, you get stronger, and if you don't, you're not supposed to. That's an and, interesting you know, way to look at it. And all kind of like evolution yeah. thing. What, what, the, it's the, That's an uh, interesting way to look at it. And and getting to it's it's an abusive relationship if you look at it <laughs> if you if you look at it wrong like you yeah. have a father who's really drilling you he's really yeah like I grew up without I didn't grow up with my father but I never had the discipline so I never got uh, that discipline right yeah but some people grow up with a military father right yeah and they pop 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 from a place of love. But yeah, there's tons of, child, tons of tons of styles. Like, yeah, what the hell is he doing to me? Yeah. Why is he trying to destroy yeah. me? But that mm. he is he is being the universe. He is being you know the yeah so order. Yeah, the order yeah order yeah I mean yeah that's I that's 
I mean, you've you've read Jordan Peterson. That's where the male and female energy comes in. Is mm-hmm. one is order and one is chaos, mm-hmm. and one is emo- the ranges of emotion, and the other ones kind of the and th- those are the archetypes of of systems, right? It's yeah. just one leans one to more side, and one leans more to the other side. You know. Yeah. That's. I mean, I think that the 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 thing that happens when you have a kid is that all the stuff that you've been repressing mm-hmm. like because your capacity to feel emotion has amplified it opens the window for all the other shit right to come in also so just from a little bit of experience is like you see at time frames in your child's life yeah things start clicking and patterns start re- to reemerge. So you have an opportunity to say, I'm going to do it differently than because my Because you've opened up again. Exactly. But not for you, for yeah. the safety of yeah. this young, you know, this creature. Exactly. <laughs> this, this, this new citizen. This responsibility, yeah. <laughs> this ultimate responsibility yeah. that you have. Yeah. And, and you're like opening up towards what we do when we scan the world constantly in, in, in search of threats and, yeah. and using fear as the compass. We're like, here's bad, that's bad. Let's just put that in, uh, you know, label on that and place. And now we'll be fine. Yeah. Well, we constantly, so being open. It's interesting. It's a very interesting thought where you're being open for like ideas and thoughts yeah. and inspiration and good things. So when we, we are also completely open for all those negative things, yeah. all those dangerous things, yeah. and it becomes the focus point. Yeah. And that that was the resistance I was talking about. I realized I'm extremely open, extremely open-minded now, extremely open. Every yeah. sense of me is super heightened, yeah. like you said Yeah, before. the capability just expands, yeah. But I'm focusing, I, I notice myself focusing on the the threats a lot more now. Yeah. And it's not, it's not a way to live, I think. It's not a pleasant way to... Because that is always there, but if you focus on it, oh yeah, you know yeah, 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 you can go down spirals mm-hmm. of worry with your kid. You know, that's yeah. like that's like is is he developing right, or are they? You know, are they getting enough attention? Are they getting enough stimulation? Are they mm-hmm. getting enough? And you're like, listen, man, th- th- you can do that. You can go through that anxiety exercise, or you can say, listen, I'm going to focus on me kind of doing the most personal development as possible to me become the best human possible so I can, you know, be the gatekeeper for this kid and say, I'm going to work on my shit, dude. So you don't have a fucked up life. I mean, that's the, that's the reality of it. And, and, and also with the partner, right. It's like also with my, with with my wife is like, I'm going to work on me to become the best version of who I am. So I can provide a stable environment, loving environment Mm -hmm. that, promotes growth and that this whole thing that we committed and we have this responsibility over is the most even keeled thing and level playing field and on you know calm waters that they can figure their shit out and then insert adversity on purpose right so like put them in a martial arts class teach them a different language you know, if they go to Boy Scouts and they go to, you know, whatever, like kind of survival mm-hmm. school, not survival yeah, yeah. school, but like a camp. And, you know, you create these scenarios where they, you know, they got get put in crappy situations so they can develop those hard skills that they have. Yeah. That they're not le- learning in the streets of Mumbai. You know what I mean? Like, 
True. <laughs> you know, it's not like yeah, this. Or at home. Or at, yeah, like, or at like home. Now, like some people's life sucks. A lot of people thinking about that you now. Know? Or yeah. you just have your kid and you're constantly. And I, I noticed that. I'm sitting there. I'm hanging out with my kid. I give him all the love I can. I grew up with my mom and that's what she did. She survived. She gave me all the love she could. She yeah. couldn't discipline me. She uh, couldn't yeah. do these things. Because yeah. she couldn't control me in that in that sense. Yeah. Um, but she always gave me love. So I give my child all the possible love so this disciplining part is interesting yeah it is something i am learning now myself as well uh, yeah at, at a late stage you know especially coming from artistry and, what an opportunity yeah it is scary and it's but it, once you get in there and you don't leave the the other part you know behind yeah. You don't just go like, no, I've grown up now. I'm just gonna everything's gonna be very logical and structured, and it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah. Be blah, blah, blah. No, you remember to don't let go. I let go of music twice in my life. Hmm. I let go of music, and it was it was about a year that I let it go because ah, okay. oh, music, man, it's just this sucks. I'm over it, man. There's no <laughs> money. There's no future. Oh, go touring, go this, and like ah, oh, whatever it might be that's getting you. I'm over it. Yeah. But then you st- you're away from it and you just you start to wither. That side, the other half, you know, Man. of your hemisphere starts to wither and you get but you see growth in your life. You know, when you go into yeah. you see you see physical growth in your life in your life when you go into the rational, logical, structured all those systems, right? Yeah. And things start growing, but you start losing the spiritual growth. You start losing that mm. you know the 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 child in you or yeah you, the and creative I think that's, side. we see it yeah you've grown up now so now you're boring and not <laughs> structured but you got money and you have security yeah but then we go back again like oh man mm. it's like the balance the balance of that man is so incredibly important dude i i haven't i probably haven't told you in person but i love that next album i think Thank it's you. great it's Thank outstanding you, dude from the get-go it's yeah. like Ah, it's such a good sound, man. I really like that sound. I'm, I'm, I really like it. Thank you. I yeah, appreciate that. I, I'm. I was kind of blown when when you were like, "Hey, man, the new album came out." And I was like, "Let me yeah. listen to it." I was like, "This is outstanding. It's really good." I didn't know that that genre of music existed. Yeah. Does that what, make sense? What genre is it to well, you? Uh, to me, is yeah. like, um, it's like doom. I don't know how yeah. else to. Like gravitas, it's like a gravitas yeah. rock. It's like, you know, kind of the slow mm-hmm. chug. Yeah, it's and the lyric and like the melody. Like I really like it. I re- I mean, I really, really, really Thank like you. it. This the the like, the vocals are great. The m- music, how it's how it's put together, and the kind of the pace of it. I don't mm-hmm. know how else to put it. Like the pace of it is yeah. really interesting. It's something that it's I've never heard when before. You're getting a little older. You're yeah, like, exactly. You're like, dude, I don't want to hear. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. No, you know, you're no, just like I've... this is something that I'm that, you know, it just really resonates. You know, thank you. I yeah. really liked it. I'm 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 I was like, this is outstanding, dude. This is one of like of my of my music friends. Mm-hmm. It's top. It really is. It's not like normal run of the mill. I'm in a band. You know what I mean. Like this is like some high, really high level stuff for me. Is as I saw it. So uh, I really appreciate it. Man. Outstanding. I, yeah. I, I, I really worked, is outstanding. We worked our our souls off, literally really? to do that. And that the whole band almost died uh, due to the fact of us 
heating up the iron and then cooling it down, heating up the iron, cooling it down. It was, you know, and I, I see it as a sword. Yeah, created. I see it the same way, and a lot of people, after a certain amount of time, should be reheated and cool it down. As a marriage, right? Yeah, uh, they like, oh, screw this. This is like, I give up. The ones that stick around, or if you stick around, the one who with the intention yeah. of this, I'm going to raise this, or like a child, whatever it might be, you will get an amazing sword. Yeah, a powerful sword. And for us, that album. It, it's taken us places when it comes to not going around and making money new, but it's taken yeah. us into pe- people's hearts from here Dude. to Japan to the place, you know, Iceland to, and really? we have people that contact us and say what you're saying. And it's just mind blowing, man. It pierces yeah. when you do that amount of work that we did to that. And you really, really mean it. You can connect. And that's man. How can you, how can you ever, like when you understand that, right? <laughs> Whatever you're doing, your message, yeah. like with Sulu podcast, when it starts to pierce through all the noise and yeah. everything, and what you did and what you were trying to say is giving somebody else something of value, uh, maybe a bit Man. of escapism or they get it, enlightened, whatever it might be. It's that, yeah, that's I, it, right? When I listened to it, I was like, "This is outstanding!" I just blasted it in my I like so I have studio monitors in my garage, yeah. you know. And I'm like, I'm gonna listen to this shit loud. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I'm like, like and I was like, this is great. This is great. I mean, mm-hmm. all right. So the name of the band is Nixa, yes. right? And it's on Spotify. Yes. Just so anybody that's listening can 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 oh, the you know, album's name look is it up. Opus Tierra. Opus Tierra. Opus Tierra. Yeah. Yeah, right. Opus yeah. Tierra. Right. Tierra. A tierra. Like it's yeah, like, yeah, tierra, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Tierra. Like, like yeah. okay. So it's supposed to be the Opus, like the greatest. That's land, a cool like name. The biggest creation. Yeah. And, and which is yours. Opus Terra is kind of like the pursuit of our own piece of plot, piece of land, our greatest self, pretty much. Wow. So Opus Terra is supposed to be a wordplay. So how did you change? You had another band, right? Like, you've been in a couple bands. Yeah. We, it's called, uh, well, we started, and I got a really good story about that now. It's a, it's a rebirth kind of story with it. The, the first really big band that... It meant so much to me. It was a band uh, I had with my brother, yeah. my younger brother, Christian, who plays in Cult of Luna, PG Lost. He's touring the world, amazingly talented, plays the plays the Moog. Moog. Is it, you say Moog? Yeah, the, Moog. The, the synth. Yeah. yeah. The synth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not sure I say it. And he is absolutely talented. He got a studio. So he is. Is he still in Sweden? He's in Sweden. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we, we, we had this band together called Human Sized Giants. Okay. And this was uh, a bunch of years back. And it was with uh, the drummer in that band, Jensa. He was uh, best buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicest guy you can come across. Super kind. Just want to help everybody. He's one of those guys, you yeah. know. And as a drummer, drummers are the glue in the band, right? So constantly. He's, he's like our big brother, you know. Oh, and wow. We, so we're... Um, making this music and we make this pivot from like heavy dark stuff to making these kind of like rolling stones open you know black keys all that kind of stuff yeah uh, this was in the beginning when that kind of heavy blues rock started yeah. coming in you know uh, coming into the modern stuff at least and we would just feel it we loved it man we were so stoked when we we're making a new song we we're playing it the energy are flowing out is so positive so good and this is a new thing like it's it's, oh, wow. it's dirty. It's rock and roll. Yeah. We're having a blast. We feel cool. You know, I've we're doing seen it. 
one of the videos. I think you sent me one of the. That song's awesome. That sound is amazing, dude. That and the video's super cool. It's like two guys fighting and like two guys like like West. Yeah, it's like the two guys fight. Like it's super cool. I I really liked it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) We overproduced that video so we just thought of everything that was like, what would you do? And then shit, we gotta do this now. Okay, yeah, maybe. So we didn't start from a practical point when we did that video. But that song, that song, the love, is is uh, it's on Spotify as well. If anybody want to hear, called Human Size Giant, not sized. It's grammatically human, not correct. Size. Human sized giants. Yeah, without the D. Oh, okay. So, you know, I'm you know Swedish. So no, yeah, yeah. You know, it is yeah, what it is. Yeah, it's human sized giants, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so with what happened was uh, recently, but uh, tragically, uh, uh, the drummer. Yeah. Jensa, he died. Oh man. Yeah. At 38, he died uh, after going through some tragic stuff with his own family. His own father had been on on you know uh, had a stroke. Yeah. So he's been taking care of him for like five years. Mm. So and and he's working work constantly. Heavy smoker. You know, whenever he gets to free time, he was drinking and he's eating McDonald's. He's not taking care of himself yeah. because he's so focused on everybody else around him. Yeah. And typical just working, working class guy just work going himself to it. the death. Man, yeah. work himself to the death. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he just he just died. Wow. Out, out of nowhere. And the band, we, we don't know what to do because we're crushed. We're devastated. This imagine. is our life. Yeah. This is our, like, big yeah. brother and the happiest most positive driven when you know in in the music world where we are and he uh he just disappears and the world gets a little colder you know so we stopped with Ooh. the band and um because we out, out of respect i think we we do yeah. it i don't think that's something that he would have you know knowing that looking at it now yeah uh but but we did because we didn't know what to do and it's been a, a, a many, many years now in between, but very recently, and it was during now, during like quarantine days. Yeah. <laughs> where, because you start thinking more, you have more time. Start you're spending time everything, yeah. with your family and loved ones, and you reach out, you talk to everybody a lot more, and they just, in the middle of the day, you can just, you can invest time. Yeah. With family. And, yeah. And, and try and make sure everybody's good and, and together. And I'm talking to my brother about, him and I being so driven, like, man, what do we do? We got to do this. We got to do more. We got to do, yeah, yeah. And we, you know, we're complaining some stuff about band. We're doing this. Oh, everybody's, <laughs> you know, but we're, you know, just yeah, bullshitting just and no, yeah, normal. venting a bit. But then it comes up about what about, what if we restart? You want to do a song? Really? And it just hits like, like a ton of love breaks, man. Wow. Just, and it just so, you know, when it just aligns? Yeah. And and yeah, I, I kind of like you. Are you ready for that? Like, what do you mean? Because I've I've wanted it, but are wow. you like? You, yeah, let's let's. And we kind of take it, and so he he um, he throws a song at me, an idea. I love it. I'm like, okay, I'll have something back in a week. Let me work on this. Really. So I start working on it. Start recording ideas. Start writing down. Just like, but it. it I'm still kind of living in. I'm not because I've been so uh, stuck in this world, just working, working, structure, yeah. all that stuff. Where it's hard to kind of get back into creative mode. Mm. But bit by bit, I got my buddy W. D. Miller, a uh, country artist, 
and good brother and friend. And yeah. I'm talking to him, and he's like, you got to get this song done, man. But I, yeah, but I got this deal. I got the structure. I got this. <laughs> yeah. and I got to get it done. I got my boy. I got the. He's like, you got to get this song done. Wow. If you don't send back the lyrics to your brother. Yeah. He, you're going to lose this momentum. You're going to lose gonna it. Kick you, because, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was going to probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so you have to get the lyrics done and then you have to record it. Because, mm. you know, like he's mirroring back whatever I'm when I'm pushing him. Yeah. He's like, don't give me that bullshit. You're going to be on my case. I'll be on yeah, your case. Yeah. This is so. He's a good friend, important. man. Very good. Yeah. Guy. He's a good friend. And, he, and, and really good friends. You know what they do? Yeah. They give you deadlines. They give you deadlines. Yeah. yeah. They're like, dude, have this done by Friday. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just. And That's a good friend, man. Amazing friend. Amazing. Yeah. He's, and he's just growing so much as well. It's awesome to see it. So by, by there was a brush fire, and I'm sitting. I'm like, the kid is turning around. You know, kids go to bed around 8 there. And kid, uh, I don't have, multi, I have one. I have <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he's going to bed, and I'm, I'm, I've been pushing it, pushing it to last minute. But that's where I thrive. I do mm. it subconsciously. I love doing stuff last minute because there's so much fire, so much pressure, yeah. and, and everything can go wrong, and everything, and you you, you really, ma- but it just gets done. It gets done there, and it's it's bad. It's but it's a little addictive just to do it last minute. <laughs> so I end up driving around trying to figure out where the hell am I going to record the song? I got today. I know that tomorrow I lose this momentum. Mm. I'm going to lose his inspiration and what i've told him i'm going to do if i don't get it done by tomorrow because i said i'm doing it today this is the day i'm doing it. this is the last day so i'm driving around and, and, and hours go by hours go by and i'm like god damn it god damn what am i gonna i can't record it at home i'm calling some buddies hey can i use your warehouse i'm trying to figure out i wish you would have called me I, I, i've got you know highlight highlight's got i got access to all those guys Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. Well, those I, guys can get you. At that point, I didn't know. You know yeah, I, I wouldn't. Yeah. But what I realized when I'm driving around is I got the fucking car, man. I'm in the car. I got the Jeep. I just recording. I just need to like drive somewhere and park where it's it looks gonna look suspicious as fuck. Yeah. And I'm sitting in there, <laughs> so I get all my equipment. I got the microphone. I got my uh, sound card, the laptop, Are and you I serious? drive. Uh, wow. Actually, I'm like, okay, there's a fire out there, right next to where we live. It's a huge brush fire. It's not going to get to us. It's we, we got the agricultural in between there. So I'm just yeah. driving out there. I'll park, and I see all these huge flames and everything. And I got this this view of the end <laughs> of the world kind of pretty much. And I'm like, yep, that's it right Are you here. Serious? And I start recording, and I start recording it. And bit by bit, it's coming together. I'm like, it's fucking coming together. This is it's it's it. This is it. This is it. The idea I had, everything is just synchronizing, aligning, and the song is getting done bit by bit and they're 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 putting out the fire literally from being higher it's going down more and more and as i'm closing the song i can almost not see the fire anymore oh that's awesome this syn- how synchronized that moment and and how that experience i took wow. pictures of it when i'm sitting there with the fire and everything behind me because <laughs> i'm like, i gotta save this this is the story that's of the on- song. i mean that's the video right that's a video. Oh, there's going to be so yeah. much fire in that video, man. It is, yeah. Everything burning. Yeah. This is everything burning. That's I'll funny. make sure. I'm, I'm going to give you the uh, link, so maybe, maybe you can uh, give people access to the song. Yeah, that would be great. Man, how have, um, like, so are you jump? do you usually tour with all three bands, or how does that, I mean, no. Nixa, are you touring with Nixa, or? No. Nixa is mainly me and Raul Valentine. Okay. Uh, 
funny. His name is Valentine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's with it's him and I uh, that are the 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 surviving members. I would say. Okay. Like in, uh, uh, non-rotating uh, members. Non-rotating <laughs> members. Yeah. Well, we are not even rotating. We're just focusing on, and we we made the decision of you know we're just gonna make music, and this Good. pressure on going on tours and performing live and all that stuff. We decided that a couple of years ago that that's not going to be our main focus. Okay. We're not doing it. Just putting out music. Yeah. Let's let's put that part of the the ego <laughs> aside. Yeah. I mean, besides the synergy of having a, an audience, yeah. it's amazing. But if we can make this without that being our, that's our no. Our, our ultimate goal is to make those songs mm. and then put them out there and have somebody on the other side of the planet connect with it. Dude. Right. That's a great strategy. Because yeah. you're still in that that I'm doing it, we're doing it for us, but we're doing something that you can enjoy mm-hmm. too. But when you go on tour, it becomes almost that you're really tickling the ego there. You are just yeah. it gets blown up. You're really doing it for promotion to promote this stuff, to sell more, to to feel, to get feedback, direct you know yeah. feedback from it, and uh, as much as possible. And it that's what you get high from. I think when you're younger. Okay. But then as you get older, you want to be more about the art, possibly. Not everybody, yeah. but it's been so uh, – we want to, we're going to take Nick's out, but we're going we're gonna to pick the shows. We're going to pick – Dude, that's – I mean our, – our I mean, is you like don't have to anymore, right? in Arizona. Like yeah. doing these kind yeah, of places yeah. where it's – we just do one shot kind yeah. of festivals and places that have a lot of meaning. That's like the music industry has changed. It's not like I mean I don't know anything. That, I don't know what I'm talking about, but no, um, but it seems like it's yeah. changed, right? It's not like you know, you could be Britney Spears and put out an album with twelve songs and then sell, you know, no, there's twenty no. million records or whatever, you know, and then you just do big arenas and that's it. It's just that's not yeah. the music business anymore, you know. No, I, I think it's just. Uh of course, where the people that have the distribution net- networks, it's like anything else. We can get your music out to these places. Yeah. They will physically buy it or they will. But right now, you can set up that distribution network yeah. digitally. From your house. And yeah. by growing it, just by being you know entrepreneurial about it, yeah. uh, which most musicians are not at all. At all. No, no. so they're Adverse so easy to, to come it. and take yeah. whatever they're doing. Like, Let, okay, I'll help you because yeah. I know how to do this. Yeah. And you just make art, and I'll make money from you. Yeah. So you become a, a creative, you know, a stable horse. Yeah, right? so, exactly. But that's the beautiful part today where you can, if you are willing to take that journey of, we think we're going to lose art. We think we're going to lose that creative touch if we, no, 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 I can't because I, I really need to be here. No, you won't lose it both you have to train and get that balance to it but if you take that those steps today yeah and set in place more you have it's easier than ever to get music out everywhere it's noisier than ever it's noisier than ever yeah but it's easier than ever to build up you know like i say you should focus on your your, your, your first like just focus on a thousand fans that's that's a good strategy right that's one of one of my Back in the day, back in my previous life when I was in the band, mm-hmm. um, we'd, we'd open for some big bands, you know, and I would always talk to them. I'd be like, hey, so what do you guys, um, what do you, how do you guys get, you know, how do you guys get so popular? Mm. Like, dude, listen, you have to have a, a business behind it. These record labels, and this was in 2006. Okay. So 15 yeah. years ago. Yeah. 
they're like the, these record companies are buying a business. They're buying yeah. a startup. That's basically what they're buying. You're gonna yeah. ha- you have to have you know twenty thousand followers or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. back in the days, social media wasn't that big, but they would have you'd have to have twenty thousand followers. You have to have a, a machine that's already running, mm-hmm. and then we're just gonna put gas on it. Yeah, we're not gonna come in. You know, the days of, you know, remember Wayne's World. Where, oh, oh, yeah, you know, no. the, the big guy in the limousine with the cigar is going to drive around and give you a, you know, yeah, $10 million. Dollar the 90s. Yeah, I like mean, that, yeah. that doesn't exist anymore, man. Mm-hmm. And so the guys in the band, the guys that I was in the band with were like, we're just going to do this. You know, I'm like, no, mm-hmm. man, if we're going to, like, I was thinking about leaving the military to get. Become a musician. To become like a, a musician. Yeah. Like a full-time mu- musician. Yeah. Thank God I didn't. I'm not talented. <laughs> so, I, got, I got a good story about that. Know, but yeah. Like that, it's like that's not that's that's huge, man. It's just yeah. say you're not gonna have this guy that comes up, and then you get bands that are really good at merchandising and marketing themselves that kind of have some catchy tunes and shoot like we're you know, better than them. Yeah, Why are they yeah making exactly. It? Our music is better. Yeah, Why exactly. Is Such no, a it, yeah. band trash talking kind of topic, is. you know. <laughs> and, and and that's where the balance is. Like, I I would really love to the more I can. So I've been helping uh, Miller with this stuff. With with, uh, I've been trying to coach him on because so I took the what, journey earlier. Can you can you say his full name and so everybody w, knows? W D Miller. Okay, is he on? He's a country. He's on Spotify. Country, okay, yeah, amazing country. You artist. had a podcast with him, right? Yes, we did. Uh, I think we did the first show of the Unsocial show. Okay, we did that. Yeah, I haven't done too many, but uh, we did that one, and he was down playing a Mikasuki. Oh, nice! So it was pretty cool. I drove out. We just. Uh, yeah, just, it was a, it's a pretty good one. That's cool. But we, this was, oh, I can't remember many years ago now. But we were driving up to Kentucky, and I was joining him up there. Uh, he's going to go up to his parents. And so we're driving up to Kentucky in his truck, and we're talking about all this stuff. And he says, well, you know what? Um, I'm going to go all in. That That pivotal moment. Like you said, you're like, I can't do it, man. I'm gonna make you know, do this and stuff. Yeah. And I'm more I'm more in your I field. chickened out, man. Like I chickened out. Yeah. But I, that's where that's exactly how I, I felt too. When he says that, I'm like, You're nuts, man. Are you absolute that it doesn't make any sense. You gotta get a job. You gotta do this. You can you mm. still do your stuff, but he's like, No, I gotta go all in. Cause he knew Burn the boats. Well he he yeah, he burned the boats and he knew that <laughs> that the amount of time for him to focus in on it that he's not going to do it you know the 80 20 he's not going to be 20 every day he's going to go through like the other 80 yeah with his emotions and and how to get there and just cross the nation and, and get it done he's going to need full time to get to that point uh where it's kind of like so so he's doing I'm, I'm trying to not talk him out of it but talk some sense into him uh but i realized as i'm doing it i'm like i'm going more and more like in awe of what he's doing dude so after a while i'm like fuck man i can't leave music i can't like you're all in is making me at least acknowledge that i can't leave music (laughs) yeah because i'm in that moment where i'm like wanna i gotta i I gotta keep it i gotta keep Mm. it but i have to find the balance because i see what he's doing yeah i can't do that this is before we had kids by the way have son he's got a son now too yeah same age and uh we call it the Kentucky Treaty. Okay. Yes. As we drive up and we talk about all these things and uh, realize that you can never leave that part. You can never leave it 
but he yeah. also knows that he's going to have to get very organized and structured and do this stuff. So I, as I take the journey more and more into the entrepreneurial part so I can get more freedom yeah. with that freedom and not to go and travel the world. Like I want to make music yeah, and I want to be able to afford it myself. I want to be able to do music and not be stressed by things around me in time. Uh, that's my thing. That's the you goal. know besides obviously family time is yeah. that's what I want to be free and have time with the family but for me the ego and what I'm yeah like, the creative you have to feed the creative side yeah I, I speak through that music and I yeah. that's my gift of what I'm doing here too like okay hey guys I mean entertainment or or whatever it's I'll tell you that I, it's prob it's gonna be an incredible gift for your son when he grows up and listens to his dad's old albums you know what I mean like that's that's the one of the coolest things that you can give mm. to your child is that, you know, kind of a, a lasting legacy of of the creation, right? Amen. I mean, that, those what yeah. those all those albums are, you know, it, in the worst case scenario, which is still an awesome case scenario, mm. you know. The generational blessing of that is it's it's so man. Unless we were raised, I think, aware of what that means, yeah, the, the momentum that we build up with the handover the uh the the opportunity and this was also something that kind of got me out of that melancholy state of thinking about it was one day i'm, I'm gonna get the opportunity it, it could be i can start now i could have started early, I, you know but we do it bit by bit one day i get a chance to give it all back to give mm. it all away yeah and it feels good you know it feels good to give things away to people yeah so i think that's that's where we want to go, just to give. And but when you do this, you do music, you do art. You're giving things to others. You're doing something for yourself because you feel good. Yeah. But also somebody's looking at. It. They're getting absolutely. You know. So that's that comes what this the, podcast the is. The responsibility of the message. Yeah. Like I've done music before. Yeah. That's been extremely nihilistic. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I, and I'm just putting yeah. it light. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. It, it's been so extreme. Yeah. Coming from a place of anger and angst, and you know. Yeah. You know, being uh, being abandoned, you know, in my in my experience yeah. and questioning all the things around us and also growing up in Sweden yeah. where uh, you're very spoiled in a way. But that does like if you compare it to a third world country, but that it does not change my experience as a young. It's relative. Yeah. hundred percent. For me, yeah. I'm living in in, you know, the poorest area. Yeah. In my town. It's yeah, for it's me, relative. Yeah. I don't have a dad growing up, you know, yeah. that I can for me, I am hanging out with criminal and I'm doing all these things where yeah. it doesn't matter. I might as well could have been in a third my mind was in the ghetto. My yeah. mind was, you know, uh, not in a place of lack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that, that's I mean those those are those systemic patterns. They exist everywhere, you know. Yeah. Even if let's say you're the you know, you live in the poorest house in the richest neighborhood mm -hmm. you still have those same patterns yeah. you know what i mean even if you're it doesn't matter where you live the patterns always exist mm -hmm. the pattern of abandonment of trauma of lack of you know whatever those those things are those that's why the the work is that the family constellation work is such a big change so powerful, you know man. so powerful how do you okay let me let me ask you this how how do you feel now I mean, you've, you. When did you do your first workshop? When we did it back, I was with you. Yeah, you invited me in. It was with Sophie. It was with Sophie and Peggy Vivas. Yeah, and Peggy, yeah. And I had no idea what it was. You said you got to go, man. <laughs> you got to go. You got to try this. You yeah, gotta try this, man. This is some trippy stuff. 
uh, I remember you the way you explained it back then. You couldn't explain as well as you can today. Yeah. And that meant I was even more like, what am I getting dragged into? Yeah. What is this, a cult? What is this? What's going to happen cult, in yeah. that warehouse? What is yeah, it? yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and it was in a warehouse. It was in a warehouse. It was in a warehouse. That yeah. was weird. Yeah. It was very yoga. Kind it of was like, very you know, yoga, but it was still a warehouse. Warehouse. And what really caught my attention was the the big kind of CEOs and, you know, leader figures and stuff that yeah. are doing this. Uh, I really like that's interesting. Why mm. why would they do this if this was a crazy, you know, uh thing for for hippies and not and we go there and we start we did that circle, right? Yeah. That field. The, yeah, the knowing field. The knowing field. And uh it feels kinda like improvisation. Mm -hmm. Like uh you know, we call it theater, like improv you're improvising, you're going yeah. around. It's way more powerful. Obviously, yeah. you're doing your life, your story. It's therapeutical, yeah. but people around you that are looking and and giving their, their energies, mm. and you're aware of them. It's very similar to being on stage. It's very similar it's, to being it's on stage. So as yeah. a musician, I'm yep. loving it in there. I yeah. love it. I love being in there because I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm like, okay, this feels nice. Everybody here is nice. Yeah. It's like having fans. They don't yeah. even know you. They don't even know but you. They, they have their intentions for you are good. Yeah. Nobody's sitting there looking and judging. I never, yeah, I never thought about it that way. Like, That's really interesting. So you yeah. feels good. You're in yeah. there and it feels good. Uh, it's in it's a, a place of acceptance. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But when you start doing it more and more, because it is your, it's very personal. The question is very personal. Yeah. Things starts to open up and it becomes very. It goes very deep, very fast if you let it. Yeah. Which is the point, I think. Yeah, at a hundred percent. And we, I think we went back generations. Yeah. To farmers back in Sweden, great, great, great grandparents, and how they were struggling through things like going through seasons. Uh, they didn't have enough food. Famine. They were starving. Yeah. Famine. Yeah. Uh, and judgment. When you're mm. trying to stand out, do things that are not, you know, you're supposed to get up at this time and go do, you know, yeah, do your chores and do this. This is how you get respect and what's yeah. your title and all these things. Going back to that time and having the dialogue with them, seeing that and having that dialogue mm. with them, I remember it really something, something big, a movement happened where I connected with. I connected with them. Yeah. I spoke with them and they spoke with me and I saw them look at me and I got acceptance from them to make money. Wow. To be huge. what I yeah. consider to be more, you know. Like su successful. Yeah. Be successful. Yeah. Money is not bad. You know. Have abundance rather have than abundance. famine. Yeah. Because you have a good heart and you want to do good with that money. You want to help. You make the money. You go. Go wow. do this. I, we let you. We accept. We, you know. We want you to make this. Wow. Go ahead, do it. That that's powerful, man. Is to be able to see your ancestry and say, in your honor, in your honor, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna achieve success, or mm -hmm. whatever that looks like. Because in so many capacities, we don't, out of loyalty to our systems, right? It's like, you know, if our parents, like, we'll only rise to the success of our parents. You know what I mean, or mm. whatever that, or whatever that that dynamic looks like. Yeah, you know. So you say, and your honor, I'm like I'm so loyal to this system or to this family that I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna surpass you mm. 
in success or achievement or whatever that li- because I want to and that creates chaos right that can create profound chaos it's a dying legacy yeah that's when legacy starts to wither exactly. and, and contract and uh when we're not given the generational blessing when we're yeah. not feeling and, and the funny part man we talked about this uh, uh cool kids at the table yeah and people that mean things this judge jury and execute they're sitting there the ghost by the way yeah we're talking about people that are not there that have the biggest effect somebody comes and says something you say hey no Fuck you, man. Get out of here. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when it's in your head, you're talking to yourself, and yeah. it has the face of your mother, your father, your brother, your ancestors, whoever it yeah. may be, or those people you look up to, and they are not approving of you. Yeah. Or you, you have, you're making them speak like a puppet. Yeah. So you're putting them there. These ghosts are talking to you because you're... Uh, and it's holding you back. So you don't want mm. to, like, I don't want to upset, you know, if I do this, my pop's going to feel like, yeah. I'm, you know, or I, well, my mom's going to feel like, well, I, you know... Uh, Man, all my my friends, you know, they're all here, and if I make money, I'm gonna stand out, and I yeah, uh, I, I can't, you know, I gotta hide it. I gotta. You start to live in this. You f- live in a world of lack. Yeah, because you're afraid of that. Man, they're just ghosts, man. They're not yeah. there. They're just ghosts, but they're still throwing rocks at you to keep you come back to the herd. Well, you create this invisible ghost herd. Th- this is the thing. Also, is that so? So, it's like a a system that that protects itself it is yeah that want wants to maintain mm-hmm. and it's not until you outgrow the patterns mm. that you're able to kind of get out of it right so mm-hmm. you're like you you level up in your in your growth so mm-hmm. those patterns no longer serve you because there's a dynamic that you're outside like, of it you're you, not inside you, well you grow yeah. you just grow out yeah. of it right it's not it's not a judgment against it mm. because that would be you know that would that wouldn't be good either mm. it's just to say hey thank you for showing me where I had to focus on, and then you level up out yeah, of it. it. And then it. you you say, hey, in your honor, I'm going to do these things, and you go back to the position that you're supposed to be in. Hmm. And usually success doesn't come comes from not being, like not reaching your full potential, because let, let's not call it success, because success is only financial. Yeah. It's like not reaching your full potential is usually because you're in a position that you're not supposed to be in. Hmm. It's like I am, you know, parent, parent, there or not there, like, I'm your son, I'm your son, hmm. I'm going to the position that I'm supposed to be in. Hmm. Thank you for the life that you gave me. That's it. Hmm. And now I can have my clean watch, slate to get... To, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> hold my beard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. But you can be able to get to the place that you can reach your full potential yeah. without carrying all the stuff that... And that's all it does. All the, 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 the consolation work, all it does, hmm. it says, here's a clean slate so you can... Do your with your life whatever you desire, right? Yeah, and not come in with the patterns of poverty, um, you know, abandonment, mm. of trauma, of whatever those things that came mm. in your system, right? Yeah, it's like here's a clean slate. That's my, that's my objective with my kids. It's like, hey guys, there's a bunch of patterns in my family. I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like there's a bunch of patterns in yeah. my family that are messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be the gatekeeper for you guys to have a new. Let me un, let me unmess this. Yeah. Let me uncomplicate this and give you. These are the four things or the six things you're going to need. This is in finance. This is in relationship. This is here. Yeah. Now, what type of relationship you have with who? I don't care. Yeah. Uh, what what t- how much money? How little you want to make? I yeah. don't care. How much art you want to? I don't care. But you need to understand that all these things needs to be 
aligned yeah because here you get that happiness here you yeah. get that if you do too much of this if you make too much money then yeah. from and you mix maybe like art and money together now you, you they get a little clouded like yeah why am i doing it for money for this so you got to find those things but if i think those seeds and kind of they always going to go like we are you go too far with things you spend you know if you're if you go and constantly touring for months and months and months and you don't go home yeah. with your family but you're having a blast and you're living on it you're like yeah, that's what i'm gonna do but you're yeah. like no you're not you're just you're kind of like messing up the, lo- the the bigger picture yeah uh and then you need somebody and that's our role right as, as yeah. parents to say when they come or when we see them behaving you know that we can say that look just remember this it's the core just think about it you know and then come yeah. back to that are you are you d- following this having that coaching you know yeah but yeah. It, it's so easy man we have so many things that we're dealing with on a daily basis say like running a business or or, or handling yeah. you know managing uh parts of business where you're doing a hundred things well you're doing something wrong if you're doing a hundred things right yeah because you're not identifying the yeah. core things or having you're just running all over the place and there's no way you can do 100 things yeah there's no we way do maybe yeah. like seven things yeah. at the same time <laughs> yeah, like yeah. we can have that in our head yeah but i think it's so important that we have those people around us i i've those I've, systems around us. yeah which systems right i've i've found that the more i work on my stuff yeah the better everything around me gets that's it like that's like you say what's the formula for i uh, a stable life mm-hmm. because it's not a happy life you know it's a a, play, a stable life is where you can have room for happiness mm. and a room for fulfillment and room for assuming responsibility and room for all the things that make you feel fulfilled is like how can i create a stable life mm. work on your shit that's it shit. that's yeah. like just keep working on you you know like that's that's it you we know? want a stable life but then we want to be happy and i, I think to be honest happiness is unstableness I, you, I don't necessarily want to be happy. I just because want my you're free to let things flow and just be exactly. Well, that's what's going on now. Yeah. It's, it's love. It's chaos. Yeah. It's chemical. It's it, now you're feeling happy because it's higher than it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be just equal, like, yeah, balanced. And you're not balanced. supposed to feel happiness. Uh, and you're supposed to be focused and all this stuff. And just that's how you get things done. Yeah. But when you feel happiness, you let go of stuff. It just it's okay. You're not. You're, it's not necessarily about the 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 pursuit of happiness it's having a stable enough environment that happiness happens mm. you know it's like that's that to me that that's you know like my life is pretty stable you know yeah. in in 90 95% of the cases i'm you know happiness level let's call it let's call it joy level right from 0 to to yeah. 10 you know some people oscillate between two and nine and they're like bah, 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 bah. Yeah. you know like they they go through you know manic episodes and you know depression or whatever that looks like and it's like i just want to be at a six all the time man yeah. if i'm at a six all the time D- and oh, just, just keep it level you know just keep it level and you have the you have space right on the spot yeah that's to it. let those things come in into your life man and then you level up to another level of a fulfillment you know it's like yeah. i'm constantly cool like i'm constantly i'm just i used to be super erratic you know yeah. just trying to keep it at a six all yeah. the time man you know just super cool calm collected where a place where i can really focus and thought it, it gives me space to think about things deeply and not be distracted about fires all the time in my personal life mm. you know like that's 
just chaos, you know? We need that data from from uh, the lag measures of our life. Uh, mm. is, is that like, man, I don't want this and this. But you didn't know that back then because you didn't have enough of course. data to say, like, my yeah. life is up and down, up and down. Because yeah. you're going through it. You you're think you're going upwards and just pushing and pushing, but you're yeah. doing this unstable. You know, we're like a biorhythm, right? Yeah. Trying to get to that, not completely uh, flat, flat line. line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a nice a wave. A nice pump, a yeah. heartbeat. A nice wave. Yeah. yeah. A nice rhythm. Yeah. And, and sometimes it goes fast sometimes. But it's yeah. it's – but when – we don't have that data. It's very hard. And our, our parents are supposed to be that data. Our friends around us. Yeah. Uh, but it's very, very hard unless you've gone the full circle of. So, yeah. I'm that guy. I'm the I'm that big wave guy. Big up have and you, down. And, since you've but I'm done now the coming work, to what you said. Yeah. Since you've done the work, mm-hmm. has it gone not as many peaks and valleys? You know, has it, has it leveled off some? It has. Yes. That's good. Yeah. It's... I think also that's part of the 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 underlying melancholy sometimes mm. that is there uh, is from the lack of these high highs, and I feel as I'm sacrifice. I'm still doing what I'm doing, but to get really high on on your own supply, you know that yeah. <laughs> right. Ooh. Yeah. That, that used to feel so good just to go so extreme and yeah. go have things so open and chaotic and random anything was possible and and magic is real everything is right there in those moments but you're doing it when you're doing it in controlled yeah you can get really good results for the outside but for yourself you have to and that's why i think a lot of people that are very passionate about their art and music. They just go into this, you know, the whole 27-year-old, poof, and they burn out oh, because man. they go deeper and deeper and deeper. And they think the higher they get and the more d- deeper going into that, ca- it's that rabbit hole, right? But their longevity is not possible. Or happiness, too. Yeah. Kind of suffering. The faster you get to that six and understand, I can do some really good shit and yeah. get it done, you almost go in in, in that startup entrepreneurial mindset yeah. where you make music and art, but it's... You don't want to talk about that when you're 50. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, you you, just, but you see the guys that are kind of like that have been brilliant and are on the other side of it mm-hmm. usually work on their shit. They do. You know, you hear like, I mean, this is this might be a bad example, but you like I was watching a Metallica documentary. Mm. Those guys have been rocking for like 35 years. Yeah. And they talk to each other like couples that have been through marriage counseling for yeah. a long time. It's like, dude, when you talk like to me, when you talk like that to me, it makes me feel this way. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's like, so they have this, uh, this perspective of working on their shit that it's what makes lasting legacy mm-hmm. long term. You know what I mean? Like imagine to me, to, to me is like, um, it's the biggest downfall. It's the biggest liability on the planet is not working on your shit to me. Right. So yes. it's like, how can you if you look at it from a from a 30,000 foot view, mm-hmm. it's like I want everybody to work on their shit because that's how everybody's the maximum amount of productive. You know, that's the, how you achieve maximum productivity. Mm-hmm. And he's like, let's say a guy that, you know, if is that a, environment is cultivated. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a, per, a lot of environments are not cultivated. They want to keep you in your place because that's the, you serve that function. They're serving the system. They're serving the system. Yeah, they, the so, so, systems are self-perpetuating, right? Mm. So if you say, I want like 
um, I don't want people to be in in extreme poverty because if mm. they're in extreme poverty, they're not producing as much as possible. Like it's humanist and and at at the end of the day, right? Mm. So like a, a CEO, a very powerful CEO of a company, I want him to be the uh, the maximum productivity uh, as a CEO with all the stuff, all of his patterns dealt with because that's how you get you know, lasting legacy, right? Mm. So, like, it seems like like Bill Gates is a perfect example. Like, mm. it seems like that guy has worked on something. You know, he's like, he's through, you no know, he, like, through all these years, like, he was a ruthless businessman at Microsoft and do all that mm-hmm. stuff, but he's evolved, it, it seems like from, from an outside, I don't know anything about this guy, but it seems like from an outside perspective that he has worked on his personal demons to it's, put those yeah, things to wow. bed and and clean them up, you know what I mean. And now it's he's had a, a, a different focus, you know. I, I see it, and, and and the way I see it is this: you have okay, good example. Me, I grew up absolute chaos, uh, violently creative and artistic, and and just want to explode everywhere and just yeah. do everything. And it's all creativity. It has zero discipline, zero uh, Pure potential. logic or anything. Yeah. I'm just grand visions and, and everything is there. Bill Gates growing up, super organized. So yeah. he's, like you said, ruthless yeah. in his structural, systematical approach to it and logical. He's so ruthless. He's creating havoc around him, but also growth. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm creating attention with the stuff that I do, but I'm not really like, unless I'm know how to <laughs> build on that or yeah. actually put out good stuff that builds and grows the momentum. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, but then, then what I happen to me when I don't see that growth, I start looking at towards kind of like that Bill Gates way. You yeah. Know? And now I grow up and I have to go to the other side, mm. the hemisphere, you know, I switch hemisphere and Bill Gates, when he gets to that point where he sees like, wait a minute, what about love? Yeah. What about these these things, relationships, and and what about just giving uh, giving this? Now he has to go to the other side yeah. and make that journey. And it, it's interesting how we kind of we meet somewhere. Yeah. And that's what I we we I wanted to like when I talked to to Mill, it was the Kentucky Treaty. Yeah. You meet in the middle and find peace. Mm. You know, the north and the south. Yeah. The balance. left and the right, the balance. Yeah. Because you have to be both. And it's so cliche, but it, we are just look at society, man. Why do we have such extreme, you know, differences? We have left and right. We're Democrat, yeah. Republicans, and we have this. They're the same. Everybody, but it's, it's just a reflection of our own imbalance. Yeah. In our, in our own minds, and that we don't have the creative and the logic. We don't have our own mind, so we reflect that out, and we see the systems, our belief systems in action, right? Man. So how, how, how do we get back to, like, I wanted to start the extreme center. That's the party. The extreme they center? It would be brutal. It would be like <laughs> yeah. Nazi boot. No. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say fascist Buddhists. Yeah, They're okay. just going, like, no, you accept now. <laughs> but, but that's also a part. I think it, I, as a human species. So if, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a very, I don't know how else to explain kind of the collective conscious that Carl Jung talks about other than mm-hmm. Rupert Sheldrake's morphic resonance, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if if you subscribe to the theory of morphic resonance is that there's a knowledge, there's a collective knowledge in humans, and so we just kind of keep evolving and keep progressing mm-hmm. in, in a certain direction. And I think we're well on our way to do that. The fact that there's a podcast, I mean, there's several podcasts about, you know, the family constellation stuff, which mm-hmm. is just one methodology of re- reaching 
balance and and cleaning your slate mm -hmm. um i think we're well on our way to do that you know what i mean and saying excuse me just being aware of the patterns and just being aware of the dynamics it's like mm. why am i constantly in this in the same place it's like i'm i'm in the same place because there's a pattern that i'm fulfilling patterns, yeah. you know it's like oh oh shit there's patterns right yeah. like how do i resolve my patterns this is how i resolve my patterns mm. this i go through this methodology it sucks you have to look at some stuff that is difficult to look at in some cases mm -hmm. and there's some stuff that you just clean and fine tune some stuff and then that's it it's mm. not a religion. It's not a cult. It's a methodology of work. That's it. Like yoga. It's like stretching your, yeah. you know, it's like you've been, con you've been contracted your whole life. Mm. And then you have this new range of movement. You're like, oh, that's, I can reach these places. you get out of that setup system around you. Yeah. And your resistance. And that's the part. Like first awareness, right? Yeah, first being awareness. Being able to, yeah. like, okay, I'm aware. I see it. You yeah. Have a question. Now, second part is like. I mean, clarity and resistance kind of go together yeah. uh, because you need to get clarity about where you're resistant. But you start by feeling. Mm. And that's what you, uh, we talk about fear being a compass. Yeah. No, let resistance be your compass first. Mm. Because you're right. That's you're 100% right about that. Wherever you're resisting, write it down. Write yeah. it down. Keep writing it down. Sometimes you're resisting because your intuition, your, yeah. your true compass for, for success or for happiness and what your intuition will will mm, it's this it's getting resistance because i'm not sure if this yeah. is good or if it's fear like if it's good or bad yeah so we once it turns into fear it's like there it is there it is like, if resistance doesn't turn because into it protects fear, itself yeah yeah then it's not the right way to go that's it's it, it but it, it protect like the resistance you're absolutely right about the resistance because the system wants to protect itself mm. because it's coming from a place of love Yes. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, of course. It's like, it's I love you. you. Mm -hmm. I love you so much. Like, so my family, right? Yeah. Like, I love you so much. So you're talking to, like, a parent. Mm -hmm. Like, I love you so much. Mm -hmm. And I want to be so part of the system that I'll repeat your patterns. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you create this place where you're fulfilling the loyalties to your family. Like, I, in honor of, your, of, of the system, of my family system, I will perpetuate this legacy, right? So... Mm -hmm abandonment disease right mm. so it happens with diseases it happens with trauma it happens with all those things and like oh shit mm. this is mm. the thing it's so mm. straightforward you yeah. know what i mean that's that's the thing that drives me kind of insane is when i saw this for the first time i was like shit. oh crap this is the most simplest and the most complicated thing i've ever done in my life mm. Because it's complicated. Because it comes from because a place we're of love, and, and we have to shed so much yeah. to go to the simple. And now we we're having anxiety. What do you call it? Uh, when you let things go, uh, separation anxiety mm -hmm. from shit, good or bad. Yeah. we hold on to it. So the separation anxiety is the resistance. It's and like and that's where, where I said with my son, the resistance exactly. I was talking about this morning. It's just you're more vulnerable now. I love this so much. I yeah. love him so much. I can't let him go, but yeah. I have to let him go. And He's you're more mine. vulnerable. You're yeah. more vulnerable now. Like you're, you've you've actively made a choice to become more vulnerable. Yes. You know, like that. It's like a, a, a lobster when they shed their shell. It's mm -hmm. like they're soft for a while. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? You're like, oh crap. Yeah. I need to figure out how to be. I'm totally like, a soft lobster. <laughs> <at this point. laughs> 
<laughs> that, that's I mean that's the whole. Yeah. But to recognize it and now say this is an opportunity for me to figure out all my crap mm. is to say, okay, kid, let me figure out my stuff and you'll have a clean slate. Yeah. Like let, all I need to do is make sure that you're a good citizen mm-hmm. and do all the stuff in me so that you grow up to be a good citizen. You say, please, thank you. You have a stable lifestyle. I'm here. Our, your mom's here. You know that we're, we're we have a good, solid relationship. Mm-hmm. We're not abusive towards each other. We don't, you know, stab each other in the back and, you know, mm-hmm. give each other little snipes and stuff like you just have this thing where yeah, we have self uh, we call it self-correcting systems. We have self-correcting yeah, systems for the stuff that we're not good at. Exactly. <laughs> and then you talk to you talk. You show them how you speak to your spouse. You know, mm-hmm. you say, hey, hey, that wasn't cool. Yeah. Let's figure it out. Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously there's something going on. And so you kind of keep correcting the system while you're while you're going, you mm-hmm. know. And that's the biggest gift that you can give anybody is to say, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to give you a clean slate, man, <laughs> you know, to my son and daughter. That's not like, you know, it's like I. that's kind of my focus. Like, I'm going to give you a clean slate. Yeah. That's it. It's beautiful. Yeah. Jeez, man. It's beautiful. So from the business, okay, so you've done a personal side Mm -hmm. constellation, right? Yeah. And then you've done a business constellation. I did, yeah. How has that changed? Oh, man. How has that changed the business side for you? Mm. Or if it's changed at all. (laughs) I mean, I'm like, like, you know damn well (laughs) the shit that opened up when, and, and when you're, you know, I'm 39 now. Yeah. And it's it's kind of like you get you get older, a little colder. You get more, uh, you know, what do you call the calluses, and you get a little jaded. And, yeah. But the the truth remains the same uh, about what your issues are and what you're resisting, what you're not dealing with, or whatever balances you're not working on. Addiction to that old personality or what you want to hold on to, yeah. in fear of the amount of work you have to do. It's yeah. Uh, I, you called me up and said, hey, uh, we, we're working on the business side of this, business constellations. And I think you, you, you're going to like this. You liked it last time, right? I'm like, that was cool. Yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> Come down, man. We'll, we'll make an example out of you. We'll make <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. We'll make an example we'll, we'll out of you. Shake your straight, boy. That's <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know what I was walking into again. But That's now this funny. was another s- setting. It was down in, uh, what's this coral? It was in no, 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 uh, the design district. Design district. Yeah, so. in Miami, yeah. It was, uh, my mind uh, messed with me a bit there. It was in design district. And we're, I walk into this art gallery. And you guys are sitting around in a circle. I'm like, all right. That's the all circle. Right. Yeah, it's the like circle, it. yeah, 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 everybody's, yeah. They look cool. They look like, you know, everybody's searchers and, and uh, good intentions. And it's a vulnerable place. And it's, it's nice when you when you have no intentions or bias, but you know that you know that good things can come from there. Yeah, uh, and you got to respect you know the energy you bring in and everything. But it's a bit of that the artist in you when it gets to be in the center and get the attention. You're like, I get to work on me. I get to work on me. Yeah. And I got all these people working on me. And that's, like I said, music you don't like working on me. You like it? Yeah, I like it too. <laughs> Come on, synergy. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. so you're there, and we sit down, we talk, and we start with uh, start walking into it. And I remembered it was interesting because we went we walked we went through it, and you well, said it, let me tell everybody what yeah. we were, where we did. So, Mosaic the movement had its first module 
of training with um, a facilitator you, yeah. from Holland. His name is Jan Jacob Stam, and he does organizational constellations for businesses mm-hmm. and has done, you know, large corporations all over the world and in Europe. And he was doing this training, and we were training on uh, on how to do organizational constellations. And you yeah. participated in one of the workshops. Yes, to see how. Yeah. And I realized I was going into it straight away with, I didn't think business at all mm. when I, and, and I think realizing that afterwards, when people were asking questions, it was, I, it was very personal. Yeah. Remember we, we, they were not like, we weren't talking about business structures because it's me. It's I, you. Yeah. I'm my own. You're a very personal business. I, yeah. I, I, I come from freelancing, uh, yeah. to, to becoming an entrepreneur and, and, Mm. you know you are the business i am the business you are the business so yeah. it, it the the personal and the business side are hand in hand absolutely you know? hand in hand yeah so the same issues are so abundantly right away clear and and yeah. holding me back and, and defining my success mm. and happiness uh if my personal life and this is what was really mind-blowing we started doing uh we we picked uh, if I remember correctly like you, you who's going to represent you yeah uh, and you pick the people that kind of speak to you or stand out or you connect with and then uh, we pick chaos in order uh, with two of them and then the male and female represent mm-hmm. mother and father uh, and and it started to align and I started to move around they started to move around and I started seeing my life Right away. So it immediately resonated or? Yeah, I start seeing, well, that makes sense. But the first thing was, oh, that, I think that really made me think a bit. And uh, I, I, it messed with me a bit. I don't know why she said that. This is you, uh, the person, right? Yeah. The, the girl. And she's looking at me. I'm looking at her and you're, you're thinking about, and then she starts crying. Mm. And she said, like, I felt like, felt like i had no soul i'm like holy shit wow that was such a heavy thing to hear and and i I, and i start thinking what did she mean what did she see in my eyes wow that made her feel like she had no like am i satan what am i like did i (laughs) suck the life out of her (laughs) but but i realized in in all this pursuit it was a huge thing after a while i thought about it you said let it let it linger let it marinate let it marinate we saw chaos and order fall in place. They went exactly yin and yang, mm-hmm. you know, towards each other. Uh, we have the forgiveness of speaking to order. Say, I'm sorry, I've neglected you. I will, I will honor you. I will not, you know, I will stay focused and be, yeah, there. you know, you can trust me now. And chaos looked at me almost like, where you been? Why are you leaving me? No, I will honor you too. I'm sorry. I will yeah. be here. You, I know you guys have to be together for this to work so they become and they land in this yin and yang dude that was you saw that yeah that was incredible they went into like a yin and yang for for people that are listening they went in the circle they go into a position of it looks like yin and yang like two sides of the same coin i really think a very very strong thing to start implementing in these in these uh sessions would be the technology of having a, a camera above 
I've that's a good that's a really good idea. Right. So you can see the dynamics. Yes. From, it's no different than than, than yeah. football or whatever. You know, yeah. when you watch these and you look at strategies and what's happening, and now you can calculate and you can give more of a perspective of what happened. Because I have an issue with I forgot a bunch of this stuff. I remember well, the you emotion. Shouldn't. Like you shouldn't have to remember. You know, like the movement yeah. happened, and that you let it marinate and you let it. You don't. You did like the perfect thing, which is don't think about it, mm. and then let the chips fall for six months to two years after they say the movement happens from six months to two years after you do the the initial workshop Mm. so that's why it's interesting to have this conversation now is like okay how has how have things changed Mm -hmm. from when you did the workshop until now have have there been an impact now looking step you know here's an opportunity to look at look at it from a you know eagle eyes view and say how is my are the is the oscillation still there or is it is it (sighs) Has it has things are tr- things trending upwards? You know? Oh, uh, upwards! Good, insanely up. I mean, even since that first one we did, it really? started going upwards. Now, still the fluctuation up and down, but yeah. but upwards. That's not gonna go but away. But after really. after this yeah. last one, uh, it's gone. It's gone crazy upwards. Man, that's I mean, awesome. the, 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 now with the quarantine is crazy, crazy upwards because I really? think uh, I'm just going to go to another thing real quick. What happens in these moments when there's high fear and danger around mm-hmm. us, if you're an, a, a freelancer, a business owner, if you do this for 15, 16 years, I lived not knowing like, yeah, maybe this not, is not normal operation. I didn't know how much I was going to have at the end of the month. Yeah. I didn't know how much I was going to get in because I'm running it from a passion point of, you know, pa- mm. that's how I started my business on passion. I wouldn't say 16 years, but a good 10 years out of those. Yeah. I had no idea. And then it, it, it's just, it's been so, so much part of who I am that that fear, the terror, like the love and the terror of, of being, having your own business and being a freelancer uh, and not having your shit in order and being able to grow it. You know, yeah. you're burning bridges and you're not really not mm, your commitment because you're just kind of trying to make money, trying to survive, yeah. trying to get stuff in. That is that is gone like all that that's gone from those really yeah that's gone. so it's you've gone, gone you've gone more stable has yeah. it become like, like stability has increased yes stability increased and at the time now of the quarantine and the world going absolutely bonkers uh with this this is a time for for people like me to shine oh because it's high risk time yeah. It's people that are absolutely yeah. in love with chaos that can thrive in it. Now, yeah. when I have the tools that I've gotten from Constellations and from, from all, you know, all the books I've read and yeah. training myself and disciplining myself, now the, the growth I've seen with aligning myself with the right opportunities hmm. and, and, and partners and f- having you know, the family time, I love being home as yeah. much as possible. And I can work from home, no problem. Yeah. You can put me in there. 10 years and I can be with my son and my family. That's beautiful. That's why we yeah, work. Of course, that's the whole point. People go crazy at home. There's something going on, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. You got to yeah. deal. You're forced to deal with it. Like, yeah. I remember Eric said this. You're forced to deal with it. Yeah. And and it, 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 it either hits you, you know, or it, it, it bubbles up. But right now, I'm very excited about those parts. Yeah. that's that, Constellations is a, a big part of. I've been like, you know, with this quarantine, you mm-hmm. know, they're like, oh, quarantine. 
I'm going crazy. I'm like, it's not very different from my normal life. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm with my wife and my kids. You know, my kids yeah. are home all day. And, mm. you know, like when you're on conference calls, I have to go outside and stuff. But oh, yeah. because they're screaming at each other. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's three years older than, than she is. And he yeah. just he's bored out of his mind. Yeah. So he just bothers her all day. But yeah. my life has not really changed. It's not like we're not fighting more. Mm. You know, it's not like we're we're. You know, sometimes there's like anxiety comes in, and then you kind of deal with it, and so control burns. But like control, like okay, yeah. like I'm kind of anxious and stuff, and then you know my wife will will have some anxiety, and I'll have some anxiety. But yeah. it's like normal. It's not very outside of the normal pattern that we're going through on a day to day basis. That man, it's such a gift to say, hey, this isn't that bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not that that bad. That's awesome. You know, let's not waste that. I, I would say. You know when there was a big moment here in Miami when uh, when I first got here, I got here about what two thousand. Okay, so you've been here for twenty years. No, ten. No, sorry, two thousand ten. Oh, sorry. okay. Uh, I was about I started to say, going geez. here about two thousand six, two thousand three. Okay, actually, so about seventeen years now. At two thousand ten, I moved here full time, married okay. my wife. Yeah, and uh, the big thing was the the travel time, mm-hmm. how we deal with traffic. I'm like, this is the biggest waste of time and life. And, oh, my God, I'm going crazy. And when yeah. the opportunities came in, and they were always at that distance, I'm like, I got to sit in traffic for an hour and a half every <laughs> Three hours every yeah. day. Three hours every day in traffic. Yeah. And it was just getting to me. And I saw my wife do it. I'm That's like, this lot. is insane. I'm not going to sacrifice my life like this. Yeah. But you can't change it because you got to pay bills and you have it. You know, you got to go for it and all this stuff. So just the mindset, we're like, what am I doing? stop wasting your time then what can you change about this you can't change the traffic unless you get into politics and yeah. you slowly surely do this but yeah. you can switch that music out to a, a tape you know a, an audio book an yeah. audio book yeah and you can make it educational you can learn a language yep. all that time becomes three hours a day you're forced to go to school you're back yeah. in school now dude i wreck like, books and traffic i love traffic yeah i love getting stuck because nobody's yeah. bothering me I I've got learn. some time to yeah, myself. Time myself. Yeah. yeah, you start listening to audiobooks. Like I destroy. I put audiobooks on one point. I either put it on one point two five or mm-hmm. one point five speed, and it's like, like yeah. racking through the books. I'm like, like chipping, like dude, chipmunks. Yeah, oh, yeah. like, like <laughs> <laughs> you know. But you can you can consider that's found time that you've been able to capitalize on this thing, dude. This quarantine's that is be able. You know how many projects I've done around the house? Yeah, I finished a motorcycle. No, I saw it. You man. saw the Kawasaki. Yeah, like I, I finished the the Bruiser. Uh, I call it the Bruiser yeah. now, it, because it's black and blue. So yeah. like I, it's I finished it. I dude, I've been having that. Like my, so, my buddy Eduardo White. He's he's um he's the guy. So have you seen pictures of my daughter when? So when my daughter was six months, yeah, he t- we took her to the beach, and my buddy Eduardo took. He's a photographer. He's oh, a, yeah, I think shout I out yeah. to Eduardo. Yeah, um, he's a photographer for uh, like he's a pretty accomplished photographer yeah. and he's done work with Netflix and all this stuff awesome. and yeah. I, so he was he was over at my house I'm like hey man let's do a deal mm. I'll do your motorcycle if you take pictures of my daughter and he's like okay perfect so she was six months old and he took pictures of her in a tutu and it's at the beach and it's beautiful pictures and so he's like yeah dude let's order all the stuff and dude I feel so bad man the motorcycle was in my garage for two years yeah not doing anything no like not being able to work on it or anything. Yeah. And this quarantine was like, here's a project that you can do, man. Finish it. Mm-hmm. So I finished it, man. And I've done all this. Like, I've been able to capitalize on 
these opportunities to say, thank God I have a job and I'm not, you know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not like, I Which feel so, so bad many, for people that so are out many, there. Man. And it, I, I, but man, I, I can't let that. I cannot let that get to me because yeah. it, it renders me useless if I if I take on yeah. that stuff because we have to go we have to go bolder and harder and and just be because we're gonna create more opportunities for people yeah. we have to do this yeah but it's it's absolutely devastating that's like, tough man it's just you start thinking about it man oh, man just focus I've, like yeah. you said focus on your heart and what's good and you know you're doing good yeah and, and you're gonna see thousands of people fall left and right of yeah. You. And it's going to be insane. We're going to see yeah. these uprisings. We're going to see these things happening. Everything's Yeah, changing. there's going to be uh, some interesting stuff happening. I mean, but like Jordan Peterson says, clean your room, you know. That's what I'm doing. Like, yeah. focus on that. That's To me, that's, you know, that rule talks so much about clean your room is like, yeah. work on your shit. Like, I, that's what I say. I say, work on your own shit, man. Hmm. Focus on working on your shit. Hmm. And then you'll be able to be the best version of you for your surrounding. And yes. my surrounding is my wife, my two kids, my friends, my community. And then that's, mm -hmm. that's all I can affect right now. And if yeah. people, and if I continue to do that, the more of an example and the, this information will go out and that's it, man. That's all yeah. you can really do, you know, is to say, Hey, um, I'm going to focus on me and try to put this information out there in the universe, dude. And, and, and people will, and if I can do it, if I can do it, I'm, an idiot <laughs> military you know d knuckle dragging you know like i just i i joke around with my friends what do you, you know, call grab, it, a jarhead yeah like, it, well I'm, <laughs> i wasn't a jarhead you no. know but i was like a what knuckle a dragger the marines the marines sorry. yeah but yeah, i was yeah. like a knuckle dragger like i'm yeah. like i was a dumb mechanic you know like i would work I, I spent you know my day when i was in the military i spent my days in a truck with a bunch of stinky dudes telling the worst jokes on the planet and, you know, with dip in your mouth and smoking cigarettes and, you know, like working on airplanes, trying to fix them and trying to get them in the air in the heat of the Louisiana yeah. summer, you know, like you just, if Sounds I like can do blast. it, it's, it's a good time, yeah. man. <laughs> like I, I, my hands, my wife would say my hands were permanently dirty. Yeah. Like I, my hands were stained. Yeah. You know, for, from, from so much, you know, like grease and I'm proud about it. Yeah. I'm proud about yeah. it. Like, yeah, I'm dude, like, I'm not washing my hands. I'm going to keep them. You <laughs> <laughs> but but if I can do it, you know, like that's that's kind of my my thing is like if I can do it, mm. and I've been able to do this stuff, anybody can. Yeah, you know, anybody can start seeing the patterns in their lives and deal with them. You know, anybody can see pat. Anybody yeah. can start now. Now that's such a good thing, man. And that's one of those focus things where like, okay, anybody can play chess, right? Yeah. Uh, and and pay, you have to build up patience and patience and patience and learn how to see further and further and bigger patterns, yeah. of course. But anybody can do that. Everybody has the same, like, w maybe it's kind of like a long-distance runner. Some have, they produce lactic, what do you call it? Yeah, uh, lactic acid. Yeah, they or produce less of it. Yeah. And they can run, some are freaks that yeah. just can run on because they don't produce it Yeah. in the same amount as others. But they have some genetical, but that's, majority of people have the same sort of uh, especially with the mind yeah especially with the mind exactly if, if you if you distance yourself from those systems that are you know and and uh, self-perpetuating yeah, yeah. Uh, they want to protect themselves you know yeah. there's a there's a good book and our loved ones once and, yeah, so and i can't remember what the author's name is but it's I, and sorry everybody out there but it's it's it the book's title i believe is even if it costs me my life hmm and so, and so the premise is that we're so loyal to our pro, to our part to our patterns yeah. 
that eat, that we will sacrifice our life in order to fulfill those patterns. You know, the, yeah. have you heard of the? I think it's called the Witterer effect. Uh, Nicholas Christakis has a has a good TED talk about okay. this. And so, so I might get the facts on this wrong, but there's a high probability of if you're a caregiver or a partner of somebody, yeah. somebody's partner, that your probability of death is is exponentially higher if they pass away. So you know how you see couples that are like late in their 80s and then one dies and the other one dies? Right, yeah. Like relatively close yes. to each other? Yes. Um, that's called the widower effect. Mm. So um, in your system, you're so entwined in your system, you're entangled, so entangled yeah. in your system that you if, follow. if you'll follow a person to their death, oh. And you'll even develop, I mean, this is theoretical, obviously, um, but you, in theory, you'll develop an ailment to follow them to their death. Hmm. Does, wow. you, like, that's the level. So yeah. anything is, if I'm saying I'm so loyal to my system that I will die in the same way as my ancestors or whoever I'm hmm. following into my thing, any, everything's on the table. Everything yeah. is on the table. Everything, yeah. If I'm willing to sacrifice my life subconsciously to fulfill a, a, a pattern, anything's on the table. That's to me is the ultimate expression. Hmm. You know, you're willing to do anything. Yeah, man, you really, you really uh, put a, a really interesting perspective on. It. I, I yeah. haven't seen it in that way before. You've seen it as a, as an effect, like oh that happens, but yeah. you see like they give up, but. I never saw it. At, no, they're following. They're Dude, so they're entangled. Following. They're following. They're following. They're not like you see it in the in the constellations. Yeah, in the constellations, you see, like they're following the pattern. They, they follow entangled. the they follow the person to the death. Yeah, like they they fucking beautiful. Dude, and, it's and, incredible. And it's, it, it's giving me the same feelings oh, as I talked about with my boy. Yeah, the love and the the melancholy. Yeah, because. It's so true, man. And you really mm. that's why it's so important, man. When you follow it, it's so important to work on your relationships and the people. Because no matter if they're good or bad, you you might you follow you can you will follow. Dude, they are Satan. Yeah, they if are. If you're entangled with Satan, yeah, you know, and just as as it put in, let's put a name on it. Like yeah. if you're entangled with something that to you is very poisonous or bad, you will yeah. still follow it. Exactly. When people would look at it, maybe somebody would be like, "Fuck yeah, I'm free," <laughs> and they become more like yeah. that. Might be a thing, but you yeah. could be. If you're aware, if you're aware of it, and if you're under like some sort of a, I guess, hostage situation or something, yeah. you might be. Uh, but it's, man, but it's that's that's the thing that. So when you see, let's say in somebody's workshop, there was a, a an older sibling that died. Yeah, you'll see the older sibling laying on the ground, and the person representing the per, the person that the client will be looking down at them. Yeah. And you'll ask them and you'll say, hey, what what's going on? It's like, I want to I want to lay down with them right now. Yeah. It's like, that's, you're in danger of death. Mm. Like you're, you're following your sibling to the, to the, to the death. Mm. And so that's when you're not sufficiently structured or, or in your place that you'll follow that person to, to, to that place. You're it, not in control. You're it, just, you're fulfilling a yeah, pattern, man. That's pattern, it. Yeah. You know, like that's, I mean, unfortunately, that's it's as simple as that mm. it's like even an abuse pattern it's like i don't know you know like uh, if you're like self-abuse right well it is self-abuse to follow somebody into death of when course you're alive and they're, if they they died and yeah you're, now you're self-destructing exactly 100 like you will kill yourself in some way it is like, a sort it's of suicide a, it's a, it's a yeah. sort of suicide exactly yeah. and then even suicide is 
um, a, a dynamic is that you're the victim and you're also the perpetrator. Yeah. So you're entangled with both energies right mm -hmm. it's like i'm the victim and i'm the perpetrator the same thing with self you like cutting you know yeah well like cutting is the same is the same thing you're the victim and you're also the perpetrator so the victim perpetrator is a really interesting dynamic this it's such a i come from a background of where i never truly went deep on it yeah in that sense but i come from a background with black metal okay and this is something that's very extreme yeah uh, I have good friends around me, and, uh, the, and they're legends in the yeah. field. Now, and I've get to see people, so many people that are listening to this. I myself listen to it to a point where I'm like, what am I doing? I stopped yeah, because I noticed what I'm feeding myself, and mm. I also recognize the pattern of why I'm feeding myself this. And I felt a release in the energy. I felt all that stuff, but it was so – I saw that all the time. That cutting really, of self yeah, and that self-destructive uh, and the love that's connected to it. Yeah, how is it not? And it's so strange when you say those things. We're talking about an old couple of 80, 90 years old. Yeah, but in, in that pattern, you see the same pattern in young, black yeah. metal artists and and, and yeah. s uh, symbiosis between a fan and a musician, or a musician creating the music and feeding it to themselves. Where they will, they won't physically die, but they're reenacting that. Yeah, and I think I think there is out of loyalty to their system. Yeah, and also a fear, like they have a fear. I see such big fear of uh, the closer people are staying to death, either they're very afraid of it. Yeah, if they're if standing close to it, aware of it, like, and they're they are they are looking somebody who's dying in the eyes, and they're helping people, and they are aware. Somebody works in the medical what what, what it might be, uh, shamans. Yeah. Uh, and then you have other people that are doing it in a, in a sci-fi kind of way, mm. you know, in, in a like a fascination of it. Yeah. Yes, or they're standing, but they got their backs to it. They're mm. not facing it. They got yeah. their backs to it, and they're safest that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you see that kind of behavior, and but it also comes with so much. If you can't, if you stand that close to it and not being aware of it, yeah, you will start hurting yourself. And ultimately, you will kill yourself. Yeah. If you get too close. If I mean, that's the point. Because you fall backwards. That's in, the in point. Way. It's like the, you're fulfilling a pattern. Yeah. You know, it's like the point is to do that, is to, to either look at it or fascinate it and even judgment to, yeah. towards it. Because that's the, 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 the entanglement of emotions comes from judgment. Mm. So th th there was a, the first facilitator that I that I dealt with um, put it in an awesome way. And I, I've said it before. Is like judgment creates a rigidity between you and the thing, right? Yes. So, like, imagine yourself in a in a, in a in a cosmic, you know, courtroom, and you're the judge, mm -hmm. and you're like sitting a, a little bit above the the judged, right? Yeah. And you you cast a judgment. It's like creating an invisible, you know, structured frame the shot of a dynamic. You, you know, set, yeah. you're like I. You have so let's say let's say um, I don't know there was abuse in my family, right? Let's mm. say there was abuse in my family, mm. and I judge what happened. I create a snapshot, and I say, you, to rationalize. you did me wrong, yeah. and therefore I forgive you. Yeah. Forgiveness, forgiveness is a judgment because you say, you, you wronged me, and I am, uh, now I am so superior that I am now absolving you mm. of that. 
and you know I, I now absolve you. And so you create this rigid, rigid judgment where you can't move from that dynamic. You if you said, cr- yeah, it, you are the one forgiving and you are, you are the, the one judge and the juror. And you are, yeah. Exactly. You're the judge, juror, and executioner in some places. Like you said before, if you create an opinion, mm-hmm. opinions are flexible. Opinions have space. And court and judgments are not made made to go backwards. Exactly. Once made, you try and get somebody out of jail. Exactly. Mm. It, judgments yeah. are just made. It's judgments are and and that's yeah. some of the biggest things problems that I have. Some of the things that concern me most about our, our society is that we're creating micro judgments. So you're building a scaffolding around mm-hmm. you that's built on all these micro judgments of, you know, social justice warriors or, you know, whatever thing, yeah. you know, like Black Lives Matter and all these things. You're like snapshot judgments of yeah. all the things are fascist and right wingers. And you're like, tuck, 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 those people suck at that. You know, like you're creating all these judgments and you're confining yourself into a little hole. And you're you the, can't you're move the core. You're, the, you're the, the processor, right? Like you're pouring concrete data, on yourself. Yeah. yeah. Like you're pouring concrete on yourself. Yeah. Instead of saying, I don't know, man. Like those people probably have some things that they're probably right about and they're yeah. probably wrong about. And, and that's why the, the thing that concerns me most about, you know, kind of the, the, the current movements is, is such a place of victimization, of self-victimization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is to say, I'm wronged. I've been wronged yeah. so I can judge and cast judgment because it's righteous. When you cast judgment, there's righteousness in it. Like, I'm right. And, the, it, it, and, so, <laughs> and this, is, this is, again, uh, uh, I know there's not a lot of people probably listening to this that's gone through that world of black metal, but you see that. Yeah. You see that. Of course. Casting the judgment, judging death, judging people, judging uh, Christianity, because judging it feels everything. Good. It feels good, and it gives you some sense of control of it. Yeah, because you point at it, and you're, you're as long as you're a victim, you're you're still, you're something. You're not in that in that. Uh, you're not. You know, the Buddhist way is kind of just to let it go and be. Yeah, and just let it be. Which is the opposite of metal, right? <laughs> it's, it, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, because metal is acting out and just like yeah. ah, it's casting judgment, casting judgment, and I I don't and I really believe that I think that's a part of. I, I, I'm aware of those things mm. now. Okay. When I make music now, for those who enjoy listening to lyrics, uh, listening to Nixa and, and even when I do, you know, Human Sized Giants or anything else, that is there now. I'm not going to create, cast judgment on things. Mm. I'm going to give, give my impression of things, but not start telling, you know, not in the way it was before. Yeah. It, it's, I see it as an opportunity for me to do, to heal the old, yeah. with what I've done, yeah, to do that kind of music, and and it's it's interesting because it's not very common hmm. in music. Progressive bands do it a lot. To this, not casting judgment, really, not a lot. I would say Tool is a very yeah obvious. Uh, well, they are casting a shitload of judgment. <laughs> they, I don't no, know, are, man. I've hard. never thought yeah. about it in that perspective. I, I really haven't. They do both. I, I have. Yeah. I've never thought about it in that perspective of. They're all left or right, like everybody. Really? Well, everybody are at certain points. Yeah, but you just can't be both. Like I, I, you and, know and what I was listening to. <laughs> I was listening to Rage Against the Machine the other day, Super and left. it's such a powerful. Yeah. But it's such a powerful 
aggression that's mm-hmm. so like it's really attractive you know when you hear yeah. like that that's why it's it's so enticing because mm-hmm. it makes you so right to say emotional. it's emotional it's it like hijacks s- all logic it t- yeah it hijacks it goes to your core yeah. of emotion you know like you just how you hear the lyrics and you're just like they're so mm-hmm. angry and it's so awesome to tap into that you know that emotion for a little while you know it's like oh man yeah but then you're like it's almost being you're being fed something you're being fed something i mean exactly. I, I really don't care if people are left or right i am i am absolutely I would call myself, like I said, extreme center. I'm extreme trying to be center, like yeah. I will fight to be in the center. I know that's the place to yeah. be, yeah. but but that's um, some bands are very very obvious if they're left or right. Yeah. I think it's just more okay to be more left. You can be extreme left in music and art, but yeah. you can't be extreme right in music and art. Do <laughs> you say you can't even be right? I saw the uh, Billy Corgan uh, in in uh, Smashing Pumpkins being yeah. very out about his opinions and it was more conservative. Yeah. And I'm too very conservative. But from a, like I believe in traditions, I believe in those yeah, things. I believe yeah, yeah. in order, I believe in these but I also believe in more you know, in, in, in happiness and good things and everybody have an equal opportunity. Yeah. I don't believe in equal outcome. Yeah. I don't think I think no, that's against that's crazy, yeah. But we fight for it as much as we can. We give everybody opportunity, but that and, and that's to me fundamentally what the workshops are. Is to give everybody the opportunity to not live in their patterns. Yeah. Because the patterns are what yeah. enslave you to to the systems that are, you know, that push you to the extremes. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, I'm going to fulfill my victim pattern. Or mm-hmm. I'm going to fi- fix, I'm going to fulfill my, uh, uh, ab- you know, abuser or perpetrator pattern. So you have these, to me, it's the, the, it's, it's the same thing. You know, they're yeah. both like your chaos. Like th- that's why your the representation of your workshop was so important. Mm. It's like both, you're both, you're mm. both the victim and the perpetrator. It says you're, it, um, there was somebody I was listening to Michelle Blechner says this a lot. She was telling us that somebody was saying that your, your, your perpetrator energy gives you order. And your victim um, energy gives you create creativity. Hmm. You know, it's like order and chaos. It's male yeah. energy and fem- yeah. female energy. The because and then the, the, the we can be both. Yeah. We can, we're both, and we're both. We come from both. Oh, Our absolutely. parents, you know, everybody has a mother and a father. Everybody has both, you know, has both victim and, and, and perpetrator energy. You can't make a human without male DNA and female DNA. Even mm-hmm. if you're a test tube, baby, anything, you're always both. You know, we go, we go into these. It's so, man, and I think that's the hardest part because it becomes lonely when you, when you don't pick a side. And it's just like being an entrepreneur, right? It's lonely. Being a free, all yeah. this, it's lonely. Uh, yeah. being in growth mode is extreme. It's a lonely journey. Yeah, it's a lonely journey. To find the people that are also in growth mode is such a blessing. Oh yeah, it's as close to utopia as yeah. I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you have people like, "Hey, you're, dude, are you doing those things?" Nah, not now. But okay, but yeah. you're aware, right? Yeah. yeah, I am. I'm just taking a break, and I'm like having those. Um, but it it is very hard to express yourself. You can, and you can once you see it, you can just take pick sides and start playing them out against each other. It's start easy. building momentum, start selling stuff. It's you know, easy. Pin, it's so easy. You and can, now when there's because fear, you're just like. You just subscribe. It's like, okay, I just subscribe to this channel, yeah. and that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't have to think about 
anything else. And that's, I think, I, the, the identitarian side of politics comes from that. It comes from, yeah. I'm just going to yeah. be like, hey, man, I don't want to think about things. And that's stereotypes from, come from the same place. It's like, I'm going to just process 5% of the information rather than processing 100% Media, of the information. Like, news are now memes. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much, we're getting a quick thing, and they're like, yeah, that's my opinion. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. Exactly. Let me send this to 100 people now. Yeah. And we're... It's part of the, the and they're all micro thinking. judgments. Yeah. There are these micro yeah. judgments for everything. Yeah. So like, like you create a scaffolding of prison around you by creating these micro judgments. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like judgment, 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 judgment. Everything around you is kind of this scaffolding of yeah. of of crap that you're building. You're you're Identity. painting yourself into a corner. Yeah. Because if you disagree with it any of the things, the once things, you pour the concrete, exactly. Once you into those, the whole thing comes apart. Yeah. You know, it's like if I'm not, you know, uh, uh, X, let's say I'm let's say I'm I'm a right wing. If I don't subscribe to every single thing of that, my my understanding of the of the concepts is so flimsy that if I don't if I don't subscribe to every single one of those things, my whole argument falls apart immediately. It's like, I don't know, man. Like, what do you believe about this? I'm like, I don't know. I don't have any information. Or, you know, the, the other way of looking at it is like, what does my party say? It's like, well, my, my, my side says this. And, and then we start getting into now it's not even about the thing anymore. That's, now it's about your, your, the herd. The identity. The identity. Yeah. You want to be part. And you're so afraid. Mm-hmm. And I see this in Sweden so much, man, where I have these dialogues. I've been in Sweden. I grew up there. I've been, I grew up with the the agendas of the government i grew up with what the the political you know uh the campaigns they had and it's like let's make furniture and yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) let's make really efficiently packaged furniture we just (laughs) we just signed up and went to you know furniture (laughs) yeah it's it's uh, but it's been a journey of getting outside of that that was my family yeah when i'm on the outside and I come to the U.S., I start resisting the U.S. Mm. in it. Everything from like this and that and that. No, but I'm resisting reality of it. And I want to implement the patterns of Sweden and who I am, who I grew up with it's in the U.S. Yeah. It took me a good 10 years, 10 years before I really stopped doing that and becoming, uh, coming to that center place mm. where where it, it needs to be but i see it in sweden you can even it's very hard to talk politics if you're well, part anywhere, of your identity yeah but if, if you if come to Miami, outside of the herd yeah uh it's very difficult because people are yeah it's very hard i i have my wife was there and she started discussing some things on the wrong side of the spectrum of what is the general social yeah. democratic uh rule or, or ideas you know, or ideas yeah. or the utopia of how it should be when you're discussing stuff how it is you can get a big dissonance and you see the dissonance the cognitive dissonance between how things is and how it's supposed to be that's mm. one thing because people like to believe they're living in what's just because there's their be. values and what they yeah. have yeah but it's not like this yeah but, we, but we're not going to do that because yeah but it's not like you can't you can't almost like feel you're hitting a wall mm. To, and you're not even allowed to discuss it because by discussing it, you're almost like invoking it because well, it's a religion. It, There's atheism is, is because is, people and also science is, is the rule over there. You, if your identity is tied to your beliefs, mm-hmm. you're screwed because as soon as you come to a place that 
that you start hitting against some of those beliefs of your identity, it affects the whole system. Yeah. Right? And you're shaking their whole, the like, whole what are you yeah. doing? Stop like shaking. I'm a Republican. Like, yeah. Let's say I'm a Republican. I'm not a Republican, but let's say I'm a Republican. Yeah. And you come against one of my ideas. Yeah. My whole identity is yeah. that I'm a Republican. You know, it's like yeah. being like part of a sports team. It's like, oh, your quarterback sucks. It's like you're like, I'm a huge fan of this. Yeah. And so there's a value structure that comes in with the belief of I'm Swedish or I'm American or I'm whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, there's a tribal identity in this thing. Mm-hmm. And no, who are you? I don't care. You could be from the moon, man. Like, yeah. who are you? It's like, oh, well, I've never been asked that question before because my identity structure has always depended on some other resource that gives me my values. Mm-hmm. That's that's part of why people feel so threatened. That, and what I think is why, why people feel so threatened about I'm scratching the surface of your identity and your and you and your identity as and your subscription mm-hmm. are one in the same. So yeah. I s- start hitting one of those things and the whole thing will crumble. Yeah. That's why people are so radical about whatever their beliefs are. Yeah. That's why it's so dangerous. It is. It, it's, it is. Yeah. You know, like being a communist or being a socialist or being a, you know, fascist or being whatever those things mm-hmm. are. It's like they that's why you can take those herds to commit the biggest atrocities on the planet. Yeah. It's it's terrifying. It is, man. That is terrifying. It's terrifying when you see people close to you. Mm. Uh, it's terrifying when you are well, you know, that that it's terrifying to see when you see a lot of people around you that are not. And I think that's happened when you start realizing this was happening when you when I was fairly young, twenties, thirties maybe. Yeah, so I'm still maybe around thirties really started to like wow, I really need to start be aware of who is aware around me. Yeah. Because me, I I can easily slip into these things, these things constantly for different reasons and miss the whole, like, opportunity of of finding that center. And constantly, like, you know, so it's very, it's, man, it's, I think there's a lot of people out there that are very centered yeah and they believe in this and they just want this implemented on on society around them the acceptance part the grown part the reality part you know all these kind of balanced it's not just like every everybody's here no it's it's the balance is you actually take science in you take the left in the right in you take you know uh uh religion and you that would take be rational rational yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you have that would be a rational, rational party, way of right? doing things yeah <laughs> an irrational method <laughs> yeah. which is like but it's not like it's a new thing but we're like why are we being so unrational about it because emotions are involved i think it's because we're but stuck they in patterns not be involved. Yeah. i think it's because we're stuck in patterns yeah is because if you're a victim you have to find perpetrators does that make sense yeah if your identity otherwise you're not exactly you, you have called yourself exactly. out on so if you're if you're if I'm a victim, let's say I'm a victim. I'm a you know I don't know, I'm a victim of some some capacity, right? Yeah. And if I'm a victim, for me to be right, I have to find perpetrators. Mm-hmm. So, the man, big government, you know, uh, the deep, you know, what is it, the 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 deep state? Yeah. If like um you know politicians, um you know men or whatever you know whatever the thing that's I, I'm gonna find if I'm a victim, I'll find perpetrators everywhere. Yeah. If I'm a perpetrator, I'll find victims everywhere. And what you get vanity numbers. Exactly. You don't get real. 
and and and, and it's a bit uh, jumping to another thing when we do that it's so much more important to have good lead measures mm. than than to to focus just on on the lag measures and yeah. and and also the the because we get so much vanity like we we can't have the vanity enough. we need the we need to set up good things that we focus on and move forward to not yeah. look back and kind of like constantly it's it's yeah uh, well there there has to be reconciliation across the board too like we have to reconcile what we did with native americans we have to reconcile what we did with you know african american community yeah. in the united states we have to do the like the the the, the atrocities of colonization yeah. we have to do we have but this is the 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 difficult part is that we can't do it for that community you know what i mean no. like you have like to me is like you have to give the community the tools so they can heal themselves it's like what happened because to you we, is we talk we, we for, because we forget reality yeah. we talk about how we wanted it to be uh we get stuck in the victimhood of it we start exactly. talking about how we how we wanted it to it's be it's a judgment against and it. we're not talking about well how is it well yeah. what happened was this amount of people came here and they started eventually a battle happened yeah. you know in bits and pieces and then eventually this this group of you know mixed people took over and won yeah yeah they won it, there's no doubt about who's won in this situation <laughs> yeah exactly and the problem is who is who yeah who who are we like am, yeah. because i'm not a native does that mean it was me yeah and how am i gonna reconcile or do i can't i can only be a different person now like yeah. different person i would say i can only be not be that trying yeah to. exactly but but there's there's also uh, an assumption of responsibility that can yeah i mean there's an assumption of responsibility say i'm i'm assuming my responsibility of a co as a co-creator of this world and so what can i do to be able to make it better, right? And say it's mm. not, and 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 you know, like the, the saying is like, what happened to me is not my fault, but it's my responsibility to correct it, mm. right? So it's like if you get to the African American community or you get to the Native American community, it's like here's the tools that you can heal this thing because I can't heal it for you. I, I you know, in, in this dynamic, you'll continue to perpetuate the dynamic mm. forever until. It, those dynamics are healed. The, the the hardest part for the healing of this to happen is, like you said, the addic addiction to the, the old patterns and yeah. the safety and all this, where, okay, I, I, I'll i give you all the opportunities to heal. Mm -hmm. An individual community, a person from a community, a ghetto, a, a, yeah. a, a hard place, a, a anywhere like you see within there the moment you start trying to leave and make you know make something better for you yeah. and grow up your your friends yeah. a lot of them is going to start throwing rocks at you yeah. what are you doing you're selling out why are you talking like this why are you behaving like this why aren't you not staying here because the us? systems are self perpetuating yeah so so it's so effing hard to leave that because you yeah. you're in love this is your you know you have to sacrifice what you love in order for it to move forward right yeah like Again, my son, I have to like give him up, not give him up by not being there, but yeah. I have to give up my ownership of him mm -hmm. or I just have responsibility. Yeah. But my responsibility is for me to grow. Yeah. Keep growing so he can watch and follow. And, and, and like, you know, when geese are flying in that formation, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the wind that comes from my it will get wind under his wings. Yeah, exactly. But the, it's so hard, man. I've seen it every single uh because when I grew up in Sweden, 
you can't compare it to uh, a shanty town or anything. I grew up. Yeah. I grew up in a place that was a low income, poor people. Uh, even though you get help from the government, you're still in that mindset yeah. of people. My mom's alone. She's got two sons. We're running around. It's a very, it's a it's a rough neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, we were running home from school from from you know bigger you know people that was robbing and doing all this shit. Yeah. And this is in Sweden. Yeah. We have a tight amount of organized crime yeah. because it is very vulnerable, as well. Really. So people look at it. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful if you live in a middle upper class. Yeah. You have those safer places. It's beautiful and it's very postcard, but. The reality is, it's it's not, it's not all those things. And then mm. you, the moment you try and go through those, those different, like I'm gonna go from here to here. You have to leave that behind. It's hard, man. It's a lonely journey. You're not gonna of have course, everybody man. follow you. Like of no, course. it's most likely it's not like come alone. on, guys, let's yeah. prosper. You know, it's, it's it's by the individuals that go through it, and then the system changes. So your mind becomes the ghetto. Exactly. Well, the you're fulfilling your patterns. I mean, even, even if, okay, uh, and people will say, well, you know, you have easier to have done it. Yeah, okay, fine. That's relative. Yeah. Uh, or this is being uh, systematically held back. Yeah, but it's still doable. The biggest problem is not that it's being systematically held back. The biggest problem is that your friends and the people around you yeah. are holding you back. Or even yourself. He's yourself like, I'm so one. loyal to the, and that's what going back to the thing, like, even yeah. if it costs me my life. It's like, even if it costs me my life, yeah. joining a gang, you know, doing going to prison, doing all this stuff. Like, I, I'm so loyal to my system. Into death. Into the patterns. Or, you know, up up and, you know, to elevate that. Exactly. Or into the ground and into death. And so, joining a gang, I would say, be in, it's kind of like, it's, it's the, the same, same way, thing. like, I'm going to follow. Yeah. Death. My, my spouse or this is my new this is my new family system or this is this my, is new, my system. new system yeah. so instead of and so and and the the, the because most because it's not a lonely system it's not yeah but we the system that, protects yeah. itself it you is, know the, yeah. like if the if you look at it like what are the rules of the system is that it protects itself it wants to belong everybody wants to belong to a system mm-hmm. um it, and that if it, it costs you even if it costs you your life to fulfill the loyalty in the system you'll do that mm-hmm. And so if you say – if you put those – let's say these are the rules of the you know, morphic resonance game that everybody's participating in it whether they know it or not, right? Of, these are yeah. the rules of it. Yeah. And so if you put those things and you apply those same, that same kind of vision or rules to all things, you're like, of course there's people that are going to murder each other. Of course there's people that are going to die in you know, difficult situations. Yeah. Of course there's going to be victims and perpetrators until you recognize that you're part of the pattern. You then you can outgrow it, and say thank you for showing me what I where I needed to grow. I'm no longer going to participate in this thing. And if yeah. we if enough people on the planet do that, we'll get to another level of conscious uh, not level of conscious. It's just we'll just continue to make this place better, man. You know, we, we will be at a better state to serve each other. Yeah, which is also a very vulnerable state. Yeah, because all you need is one. In a, in a place like that and people so we that, it comes back to the balance of you go all in on this you're also vulnerable yeah because you have to also protect this that's why you end up lonelier and you, you smaller groups mm. kind of where you you're building a company that you want the right culture in you're yeah. very particular particular about how you hire uh, who you accept in your life yeah. after you have these experiences because you're very protective of the infections Dude, and I'll tell implications you it can have yeah since I started doing the organizational side. Yeah. It's like 
once you outgrow the patterns, the people that are not on board with that hmm. fall to the wayside. Yeah. They just it's like it's it's not even something you have to do, which is crazy to me. Hmm. It's like like you say, let's say you, you Think about the people that have exited your life since you started on this journey. Mm. You're like, oh, yeah. You know, like it's the same thing with a company. So once I, you know, like I've, I've used organizational consultation in my companies. Mm. And once I start doing that, like the things that don't, they start falling off. It's like things barnacles falling off themselves. of a ship. You it's know, they fall, just, yeah. Yeah. Th- those patterns that no longer serve you that were there because it's all about, serving each other's patterns especially in an organization it's like in my organization let's say you're the you know ceo of the company i'm the Mm -hmm. ceo of the company i'm fulfilling something in your pattern and you're fulfilling something in my pattern and same thing with everybody in the kind of ownership executive team Mm -hmm. everybody's fulfilling a pattern in each other's thing once you start organizing and cleaning it and making you know the things go away those 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 patterns that no longer serve you go away you things take away start falling the hundred off. things, yeah, and you they focus start falling on off. The three things, exactly. Yeah. Things just like bad, um, non-productive dynamics start falling off, and people that have that are not on board with that, or are are personally loyal to their own system that's non-productive, will yeah. go away. They'll because they'll bounce exit. off your, yeah. your your clarity, and your intent becomes an immune system. Exactly. And you don't have to because your intentions are so yeah. clear, and the stronger your and clearer your intentions and your purpose and your yeah. your, your resistance not there, the 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 heart they can't stick and it can't. They don't. They they, they're like this thing doesn't no longer serves me. Yeah. You know, it never another serves my purpose. No. Of you know whatever system or whatever disorder they have in their in their system is like I can't take this over and make more and more of myself. It, there's like no a longer a receptor yeah. to it. Yeah. Exactly. It's like the 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 receptor is turned off. So mm-hmm. it's like. They just float away and, and are no longer participating in the thing. Mm. That's why you see companies that are, you know, th- you, that's why companies have like an, like an essence. Like, oh, that's a good company. You think of a company. Oh, yeah. It's like that company's and good. And not just because it's in their brand book or core, you know. Value. Exactly. It's really like, no, they seem genuinely happy. Exactly. Like pe- from they, the top to the bottom. And if the top is happy exactly. and you see that person, it's going to trickle down. Not only that, if the top works on their shit. that's it like that's the thing like the to to me is like the biggest liability on the planet is not working on your shit and it goes back to that kind of core concept it's like listen man if you're the president of a country Hmm. and you're not working on your shit and like you know you're having affairs or doing stuff that's scandalous like that's all taking away from your full potential you know it's like that's all taking away from your maximum productivity and your full potential of who you can become like, uh, let's say, um, you know, what's what's the biggest, like, if you, in a government, right? If you, like, if a foreign government wants to intervene in that government, what do they do? They're, like, looking for guys that have, or women that have extramarital affairs. They're looking for scandalous information. They're looking for all this stuff that you can, you know, all your vulnerabilities come from these patterns that you're not supposed to be in, you know? Yeah. If you're systemically saying our first rule of order is work on your shit you start closing up those things right you start Cause, saying because you're 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 attacking attacking others and you're trying to affect other system doing that yeah. you're not focusing on when you focus on yourself and just it, it, you don't have to do that exactly but when you're insecure about your own system yes i agree then you're just yeah yeah it's it's uh, it's quite spectacular and it's so important to come back to it all the time it but we I, I I saw it in, in in a way when you travel between the hemispheres, 
and you don't set up self-correcting systems or have clarity in what it is, it just falls apart. Mm. It, it gets moldy. It gets rusty. It, it, it just becomes ruins or yeah. something else comes in and destroys it. The lack of attention to it eventually or the lack of putting up systems in. I, I, let's say I'm in the creative atmosphere. And I saw this clear as night and day. I'm in the creative atmosphere and uh, I know, okay, I got to go. I, I, that's enough. I got to go into mm. the the productive, the 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 law, the structural, because I need things to work and grow, and I gotta make money. I gotta do this, blah blah blah, all that stuff. So then you leave that, and you go in here. You get a job, cut your hair, you do all that stuff, and this world is just withering. It's withering. Yeah. You know the other hemisphere of you, that muscle is withering. It's getting. It's not as strong. So you pick up a guitar. You're like, ah, you don't. You don't do it because you're not. Yeah. Just, you're just like picking up. You know, starting lifting heavy in, and you see that world wither. And then you go in here and feel like something's missing. Man, I remember mm. that. That was good. And, you, and then you go back. You're like, but it's not like this anymore. Everything's burnt. What is it going? You know, the buildings are, are rust. Everything like, this is not what I remember. Yeah. Now you got to go back to maintenance again. Now fix it up. Yeah. And then you're in there. And after a while, you're like, you put so much time and effort into it. Yeah, but I'm, I got to go make money again. I got to go do, get structure and order and everything. And then you leave it. And you, so we keep doing that back and forth. Yeah. And the same thing with the systems. We leave the systems after a while, they just start crumbling. Because maybe when, when they, they're not working or, you yeah. know, we just go back to the other thing because we mm. feel safer there. But then it's not. So we start running back and forth, back and forth until we get, you build up this empire. Have you been doing that less? Like running yeah. back and forth? Yeah, I see both empires now. Good. I see both empires. But I see them as male and female. I see them king and queen of, and I, I they're and both chaos, rulers yeah. of the same yeah. Uh, kingdom. They're both part of it. Uh, and, and I have to make sure that both of those are have correct. The one serves the other. Hmm. Yeah, they both serve each other. Yeah. They have to. And, and that's where we, we see it. We know these things. But then we begin down to the nitty gritty of implementing it. Yeah. it gets, it's a lot of work because you're yeah. both the peasant and the king. Yeah. Or yeah, the yeah, queen, yeah. you know. So you got to do the hard work, be the janitor, <laughs> and you got to be the architect at yeah. the same time. And how are you going to be that? How you, yeah. how, you know, you can, but you have to be in such a liquid state of mind and in person. Yeah. And the identity is like, no, I'm not the king. I'm a peasant. Yeah. Or I'm not a peasant. I'm a king. Yeah. Like, but you're both. You're both. Right? And, it, and that's usually the case. You don't have loyalty to one or yeah. the other. Exactly. Because they're all the same. Yeah. So you're, you know. And you're not stuck in one of the other dynamics. And that's what creates schizophrenia. You know, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm hated, saying like, like schizophrenia really is that. It is. is Isn't it a dialogue it's almost, we're having constantly? It's, it's, it's like it's extreme versions of that. Yeah. Is that victim we're and perpetrator. For schizophrenia. Exactly. And like, <laughs> I mean, we all have our own internal dialogues and that's kind of the, the where that comes from. But if you're, you know, it's an extreme version of, of, of that dynamic. Yeah. Right. It's like you're both schizophrenia is you like you're both victim and perpetrator. Yeah. Like a lot of stuff you'll see and be like, oh, that makes sense. You know, yeah. like, oh, that makes that makes a lot of sense that you're both in extremes. You in know extreme. what I mean? Yeah. Like you can be both in harmony, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that yin and yang. Because the circle, when they're extreme, if you're if you're in a linear mode, yeah. left and right. They you're go going, extreme apart. When they're circular mode, yeah. they go very, very close. They so work you together. have to go yeah, to the extreme like this, to the, get yeah. to the back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and th- dude, that's what we, you saw in your in your workshop is both. 
It's like both is like this. They're both part of this. We made a linear circular there. It was beautiful. Yeah. That's why it's so powerful, man. So powerful. Yeah. It's so powerful. It's like I, it's, I'll tell you this. To me, it's like knowing a secret magic weapon. Because you can implement that tool. Like you have. On micro levels. Dude, it's incredible. It has macro implement, you know. It has macro implications. It's almost like saying, why does, you know, I've, I've come across people in my life where you're like, that dude just has it. Like everything falls in place with them, mm-hmm. you know, and then another person you're like, dude, that guy's awesome, but it's a disaster. You know what I mean? Like why, what's the, what's the difference between those things? Yeah. You know, and to me and, and coming to this understanding is that, is that some people have discipline. Di- no, they have <laughs> a pattern that yeah. promotes those things, but may lack in other things. Mm, or yeah, some yeah, people's yeah. pat like some people maybe for me. I spoke know, for my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like some people's parents were, you know, had it together, man. You know, yeah. and like well, mine sure didn't. You know, yeah. It's like they they now they do now they're mm. they've worked a lot on their stuff and doing this stuff, but I already got the download of my operating system that had some bugs in it. You know, and I, and thank God that they. They, you know, my, especially my mom and my dad, they both done a lot of work. And I'm like, dude, I have, and it, and you see it in my family. It's like, yeah. I have great kids. I'm, I'm happily married, man. Like I have a, a, a good life. You know, I'm, I'm working towards some things. I'm trying to do, um, you know, do what I can with what I have. And it, like, it's, it's, I'm, I have a good life, you yeah. know, and, and it's all because the system has continued to heal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it. The small, small little things, you know, when implementing it and knowing that, and then when they click, whenever it might be smallest things, and they have the, it's just amazing. I di- I remember, yeah. I was eighteen, and uh, after X amount of, so about four, I uh, I lost contact. I didn't have contact with my father, and at about, and that you know that's a very very important. Yeah. Time, you're aware. Yeah. You're conscious. Your first yeah. memories are like three, four somewhere around mm-hmm. there. And now, where's that guy? Where is he? Where's discipline? Where's order? It's not there. I got love. I where's got love, direction? So much yeah. love and abundance. My mother, oh, she's amazing. She loves. She loves me so much. And, but she couldn't discipline me. Mm. I think the worst, the, the toughest she got, she threw a bucket at me, <laughs> a plastic bucket when I was sitting on the bathroom, and I was laughing. I was so arrogant in that sense where i just oh, yeah. i owe her so much yeah. <laughs> but it was me acting out right yeah of course of, of the lack of it and then by the time and i go through all these things i get with the wrong crowd i look for this order everywhere and they're all fucking they get worse and worse and, and it ends up in being in, in gangs and criminal yeah. activities mm-hmm. and trying to make it tougher and like i don't need this and at 18 i have a breakdown and i get my first panic attack Really? At 18. And I have no idea what it is. This is 1998. Wow. And I had my first full-blown kick-in-the-face panic attack. And I'm walking through school. And everything just, the world, everything crumbles. I don't know what it is. I'm angry. Wow. I'm, I, think, I, I think I'm confident. Yeah. Because this mask. I have so many masks on. And I think I'm the badass. I'm loud. I'm obnoxious. I'm fucking, you know, I'm c- confident. I just go out and say what I want. And I don't care. I'm a rebel. And it just makes me like it, it takes me to a child state. I become four years old again. Really? Bam! I go back home, and I stay indoors for a year. One year. Oh my god! Because I don't god. know what it is. My mother doesn't know what it is. Uh, I walk small circles around the house where we live, the apartment, 
I go outside with her. Uh, I don't go alone. I'm a child. I I, I move wow. circles. Man, I tear up when I think about how oh, how course, it man. traumatized me. Uh, but I was already traumatized. But how it came back so hard because I didn't deal with it. Or I didn't know what it was. So I make these circles and I think everybody's looking at me. I think I'm going crazy. Every day I'm dying. I wake up believing I'm dying. There's a, about a second or two where I think, ah, because I'm not in the, the, the loop yet. I'm not mm. aware of the situation. Yeah, you know, in that of little the pattern, daze. yeah. Uh, in that little daze, I'm like, and then, oh, yeah, I forgot. I have panic attacks. And it takes about two seconds where I got a little air to get me through the day. But then through the whole day, I sit next to the couch. I'm sitting on the ground. I'm in my room. I'm watching through a little a needle, like a little hole. That's how I watch TV and how I kind of like, it's a blur. The whole year is a blur. About six months in is where I have somebody tell me what it is. Mm. 1998. I don't know how how big it was. How panic attacks and all this internet hasn't really, you know, yeah, made this artificial <laughs> like yeah, ADHD yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Panic and anxiety yeah. yet. But it's still there. Every you know, a lot of people had it. Some buddy said, "Dude, uh, oh yeah, panic attack." And he's about five, six, yeah, six five, seven years older. And he uh, tell you panic attack because you feel like you're walking on clouds, right? Like yeah, you have, I'm like yeah, that's yeah, fucking yeah. it. That's it. That's it. What is that? What's going on? And so I now start to see what it is. I didn't know I was mm. in the pattern. I was just oh my in, in absolute terror mode. So after six months, I start seeing, okay, there's a pattern to it. I'm not just crazy. I haven't just fallen apart. There's something that's happened. I start looking at the pattern more and more. And eventually, my mom wants me to go see somebody. They're, you know, psychologists. Yeah. I need help. Yeah, of course. I'm stuck in a loop. It's it's a, it's a syndrome at this point. It's not yeah. a, a, an incident. It's everyday anxiety syndrome. So it's so high anxiety that you're paralyzed, paralyzed. from operating. Uh, completely. 18 <sighs> years old, can't Man. operate, can't go outside, uh, can't do anything. And then I start going to the psychologist. Mm. The moment, and it's so obvious now, but the moment the psychologist, and this is about after a year, that I'm like, at six months, I started realizing it took me maybe three, four months before I actually started going to the psychologist and get the time and everything. And, and I start getting medication too, uh, uh, to kind of like ease down. Hey, you, yeah, you're yeah, tense yeah. all the time. You're in this mode. You got to get it done. You're so, in, you're in flight mode. Yeah. Flight mode. We got to like give you something anti Trump, you know? <laughs> yeah. To bring, yeah, of course. Yeah. To, to uh, get the chemical mitigate balance. the situation. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to get happy. You're not going to get, you're just not going to go in, in, in terror mode every day. Yeah. And the moment they, she started talking about my father, something light up. Yeah. 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 But I, I didn't like, but I didn't, like, but the moment she got me to admit kind of like an alcoholic. Yeah. Uh, boom. First movement. I felt better. Wow. The really big one was when she got me to not just believe it, but say it for the sake of like, I have nothing to lose. That's what I'm saying. Th- I have nothing to lose. Cause I'm dead. I'm living. I'm dead. She's like, could, would you could you forgive your father? Would you forgive him? Like, and, and she starts hitting it, and I, and then I start. I didn't know. We'll fucking forget. But then I'm I'm at the point where I'm like, yeah, I might as well forgive him. It's wow. kind of like I'm accepting Jesus into my life. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, at yeah. the bottom. It's like a, just, it's like a forgiveness is cathartic what I'm moment. Yeah, it's a cathartic, and I and I and I do it. I like I'm doing. I forgive him. Mm. I forgive him. 18 years old. 
boom, big movement. The panic and all that thing starts going, and it's wow. the longest wave I've Man. had. It's the longest yeah. amount of air I've gotten in in that whole time. And I get like a mix of panic attacks. Yeah, I mean, I felt about. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel. Uh, yeah, I felt the the. Yeah, it's huge. And the power of that forgiveness, understanding mm. that. It was just breathtaking, and, and I start working on it, and then together I do cognitive therapy, okay, with medication. Yeah, that takes about six months before I am in a state of like, I'm fucking, I'm back, I'm back. Wow, that's now, incredible, anything, man. But but it got me out of that thing. Yeah, dude. I mean, a, that's that's huge. Yeah. I mean, that, that's. I mean, I have so much respect for you know traditional therapy because of that that's like it's in a crisis mode Cognitive man they're therapy, like yeah. they're they're able to get in there and get you going again yeah you know if you're if you're you know your gears are stuck or whatever the thing is you yeah know? like dude i absolutely you get to the man. core fix it and that's yeah. why dude, stuff like scientology and this works they go to the core <laughs> they fix it yeah. they give you a solution and we, we look Shit. at it now like it's so easy yeah yeah scientology yeah. you're a fool if you did that yeah you're saying that now with yeah. hindsight you know it's 2020 right but the people, we got to remember, that was such a beautiful thing, an effective thing. When people mm. went in and they solved the core issues, very pragmatical yeah. and, and like in in a way of not in a religious way initially, <laughs> yeah. you know, as they perceive, but more in a self-help kind mm. of way. They found that core and fixed it. But the thing is, they took it and they, they hold that hostage. Yeah, they make it religion and then and then beat you over the head with it yeah. forever. Yeah. So th- this happened again. I was eighteen. I have another ten years here. That went, and they were they were crazy years because I didn't fix anything. I just solved that issue, yeah, and kind of got out of that to get enough air to kind of like okay, and put that. In. That's what it was, yeah. But it wasn't just that. It was you know I well, I didn't deal with the issues. Yeah. I just had that big breath of air, and I call it like the ten year breath almost. <laughs> at thirty, <laughs> okay. I move. I, I meet my my now wife at twenty three. I start traveling. A lot of this traveling escapism comes into mm. place. I'm doing these things. I'm moving around. So I'm, I'm happy in this place. We're just doing things. We're traveling. We're seeing the world. We're living the life. I'm doing, you know, I'm playing music and doing everything I love. Just not thinking about the past. Because I'm so happy I survived death. Yeah, in, in after my, that, yeah, yeah. I'm living out. If I, you if you know that that's where you can get to, yeah. you want to chase. You never want to go back. There. You never want to go back no. there. Yeah, that makes sense. When I move at 30 and I marry my wife. Uh, I moved to the U.S. I completely uproot everything that I know and where I'm from. It's no longer a uh, an escapism. It is now my new reality. The second day after I moved here, I remember I was at a I moved here and I was at a uh, a wedding. Good friends of ours. Yeah. The day after, I'm drinking at that wedding. And it's funny how you know the. the when you drink and you have a hangover, you're, you're depleted on some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now, the combination with that and the fact that I uprooted everything and I started a new life oh, and I'm yeah. at 30, woof, it comes back. Like oh, I'm 18, shit. but now I'm not four anymore. Now I'm 18. Oh, Takes me man, back 10 years. Really? You know, and, and it's happening in the car, right? Oh. Now the car is the place of, like, I can't drive. And... It's it, it, it. I'm in the place and I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I can't, I can't, I can't. And my wife is seeing this. Like my mother, and she now becomes my mother. 
trying oh, to like wow. she's not understanding what I'm going through even if she is she can't like yeah, force me she can't yell at me she can't give me discipline to get out of this because it's not a disciplined thing yeah. to get out of uh, and it takes me about six months six months this time I've cut it in half <laughs> because what I start doing <laughs> yeah. after a couple of months it's like I know what this is you know what I, this is yeah I start doing self-help pro I have downloaded self-help programs I do everything on my own I don't want to go back on meds. I fucking hate meds. Yeah. I hate those things. I don't like mind altering or anything. I don't, you know, you get paranoid and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want yeah. to be in control. You're already yeah. not in control. So I mean, I it takes, it takes you out of a crisis situation, yeah. but long term it's, you know, it seems not, yeah. like not a great strategy. It's, it, it definitely isn't. So I, I, it took me about, it took me about three months to get back in track okay i'm getting more breaths of air out of this i'm still like stuck inside i'm still trying to work i'm still trying to i can't drive normally i'm getting these heart you know heart attacks in my head uh i'm having you know brain i have all these everything whatever you think you yeah know? panic attacks. i don't have it full-blown so, panic attacks yeah it, you you feel guilt afterwards you feel guilty because you're like you didn't have it people have it but you can't it's relative right i'm going through the belief and i'm holding myself back from going and checking it up and getting answers yeah so after three months, I start going, check everything, EKG, do this, look up everything, do the test. Time. You don't have it. It's on paper now. You do uh, start doing the things. Mm. So I'm doing the working on me part. Yeah. Because I remember I didn't do that when I was 18. I didn't have the tool. I didn't know what it was. Now I know what it is. Start working. But I can't really get myself out fully. I'm still falling back. I'm falling back. I'm getting more and more errors, but it's like the waves are still. So I need to fix the waves. That's when I say, okay, fuck it, man. Let me get back on that. I, I ate uh, that specific. So I told him, well, I took this medication yeah. for so, so many months, and this is what we did, and it worked. I get back on the medication. I go back on cognitive therapy. Okay. And I get better. I get better. I get better. And at six months, I'm I'm back. Oh, God. So I have man. to, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That then turned into another 10 years of, you know, fucking great party go crazy everything just wild living life and doing all this mm. now at when i had my boy came the new one yeah there was no i knew i knew it was coming okay and i let it go before i'm like okay so whatever you know what we're gonna have we're gonna have a, a midlife crisis what are we gonna have we're gonna have uh, anxiety <laughs> for my boy we're yeah have, yeah but yeah. you know what I now have set up. I started working at 30 with all this self-improvement. Yeah. That at this point, I know I'm going to get something because it's such a drastic change. Or I'm going to, it's going to affect my, my psyche and how I am and how I feel. But I know that I got systems now in place. You have I a have lot some, more tools. Yeah. Tools are there. Uh, yeah. Business are there. Uh, everything is right there. I'm not going to drop any of them. I might have this fear, this underlying it turned into this now. It's been about a year of underlying melancholy. Not devastating, but it's there. Mm. And I feel it like, I know who you are. I know there. I feel you. I sense yeah. you. You were there before, and you were a big dragon. You were you were a demon. You were a Satan. You were the And devil. now it's like. Now you're underlying, and you're there. Because my systems and the place I've come to now can handle that. Oh, wow. It's a little sad. You feel it as a little bit of sadness. Yeah. Not full-blown panic. And at, at now is where I'm feeling those moments. I'm coming out of it because I'm more and more letting go of that. But the amount of of help, the insight, the clarity, the, the, the systems and all these things have. If I now can help somebody who is, you know, my son, 
who is uh, uh, yeah. 10 years old, who is fi- if I can help somebody with my son, I just know I need to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to be there at least 10 to 15, you know. Then he's going to, f- whatever, I need to be there, consciously be yeah. there, and, and kind of show him these sort of things. I mean, the, the additional step that you could take is do a workshop on that. Yes. Is to say, this obvious, that, I mean, from my understanding, a panic attack is like an alert system, right? It's like, mm. wah, wah, you know, wah, yeah. wah, like every, like, look at this stuff. It's just flight. There's you no know, fight. It's, yeah, there's, it's just, it's just flight. flight. Yeah. So it's like, okay, there's something you have to the look at. The resistance is to fight in that. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, hey, there's something you have to look at. Your mm-hmm. body's saying, hey, death, there's something death, that death, you have death. to look at. I don't want to look at death. Exactly. I want to keep my back to death. So the the step now might be, now that you're in a place that you're observing it, mm-hmm. is to say, okay. Now that I'm going to observe it, now I'm, I'm I'm in a safe enough place that I can observe it, let's go look at it. Because when you hear like, it breathing down your neck yeah. and it's in the middle of the night and you're like, that's death. You don't know how big it is. Yeah. You don't know what it is. You you just make it enormous yeah. behind you. It's huge. It's this thing that is – And if you, you turn around and look at it and it gets smaller and smaller man, and, and you go through it. And the only way to deal with panic attacks is to go through it. Just like boxing, man, you got to go through it, not to it. Yeah, you have to go through and, it, and that and might be the next step: is to it. say, go to a workshop and look at the panic attacks. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, like a you can have something represent the panic attack, mm-hmm. and see where it goes in the system. You know what I mean? Yeah, because in the the panic attack. If I keep talking about this, I'm going to start. Yeah, get, but <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. Like, yeah. but in the system, you can see where the panic attack goes to. Yeah, and then uncover that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like yeah. go down that path yeah. in a in a controlled environment. So uh, my, if you're if you like you're cognizant enough now that you know that there's another one coming, that you say, hey, there's something coming down, and you're starting to feel the things bubble up. They come now in is micro a, now. I noticed it, and this is uh, now is the time to look at like just they go okay. like that, just like you did. Yeah. That's how it's 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 a uh, it's like a wave of terror mm-hmm. that comes like this. And yeah. you, go to, you, you go through all those stages where, where you're like, oh, uh, realization, this is happening. you got to go through it. Uh, and then it dies. You have to give up. Now, the only way to give up yeah. is give up and then, uh, you know, go through it. So you go like, bah, 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 your brain goes this to deal with it. Yeah. If, if somebody is, like, passing away slowly and long, it's a prolonged yeah. the process, right? But in, in, in this is like, I, I can imagine you get a bit jaded to it. Like you work at a hospital where people are dying all the time or you're in war, whatever it may be, uh, not to compare, but they have, they get panic attacks too, but they get so used to it and they get like, they just, there's so many people yeah. dying around them that they have to, uh, they just have to deal with it quickly, fast yeah. and move on, move on, move on, move on, work, work, because there's people still living. Yeah. And with a panic attack, no, because you're still alive. Move on, move on, let it go. Yeah. I it's, mean, there, there's a place where you can say uh, to be in gratitude to the panic attack. But saying, thank you for showing me where I need to focus. This is the next level. That's the next level. It's to say, thank you, panic attack, for showing me where I need to focus my attention to resolve these issues. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah. That, that, that's the place. Because right now, and I'm then you setting can, out microfires. Because that's the, the yeah. panic attack is saying... You know, it's like a big neon yeah. arrow sign saying, look this way. Yeah. 
and then now that you're that you're in a safer place, like you're more structurally in a safer place, mm-hmm. you can say, okay, now it's time to do this because you're already going through that process. Mm-hmm. You're already saying, things, something's coming up, something's coming. There's something yeah. that's coming down the road. I can foresee it. Let's before it happens, mm-hmm. let's do that. And that, dude, that's not how do you say a not, powerful not let it be a self-fulfilling be prophecy. Exactly. But accepting it, uh, diffusing it, and let it run through, resolve its course. Just say the, uh, the the you'll grow out of the pattern of the yeah. panic attack and say, this no longer serves me. Thank you so much for showing me where I needed to mm. focus, but this no longer serves me. Isn't this virus a panic attack on society? Kind of. That's that. I mean, that's kind of the whole point. Right. And there's two two ways that you can see it. It's saying thank you for showing me where I can focus. Thank you for yeah. putting a pause button on everything. Or you can look at it like, ah, fuck. <laughs> you know, resist, like, resist, ah, resist. Oh, you resist. But the more you resist, the bigger it's it's going yeah, to. Yeah. It's actually going to affect. And I, I mean, Sweden I can is say doing this, this approach, and I can't say I'm just yay or nay for yeah. both. It's very hard. I'm not saying you should just do immune uh, herd immunity. Uh, yeah, you know, herd immunity. Or you or should yeah. just lock everybody in. Or, yeah. No, if we if we lock everybody in, we're we're killing society. You yeah. Know, and, and fine, you know, economy and everything. If we lock only the old people in. This is, you know, what do we do then for them? We need to, we need to present, you know, technological solutions. There should yeah. be cams and videos, and they should have super easy ways to, and we should make that effort. Yeah. As younger, stronger, we should make that effort to make them not feel like they're shut in, and we're saving you. No, yeah, but it's convenient yeah. to not go and see grandma for, you know, so and so. Yeah. For many people, I think we may, it make us reevaluate. Because now we have internet, we have all these uh, gurus, and everybody's giving us their ways, and so we don't need our elders anymore, right? Yeah. We start seeing an effect. Of it. So I think that's something we need to. That's something we need to look at. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's that to me is this is I'm, but I can say this because I I'm in a decent place. It's yeah. not like I'm. You know, I, I, I go back to the feeling like wait staff and people that work at restaurants and yeah. stuff. Like, I can say this because I have, you know, a decent, I have a decent life. You know what I mean? Like, I have a, I have a, you know, I don't have it too bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can say that, that I'm like, thank you, virus, for, you know, like showing me where I can grow and doing all this stuff. Like, I, I'm, I really am, in, unfortunately, in a place of gratitude to say, thank you for giving me some space and a pause button to focus on the things that I want to focus on. Yeah. And, um, you know, kind of reevaluate everything, like a controlled burn of everything. Yeah. But I'm also in a very specific place where if, I can do that. Money, I'm not. Yeah. If I can't. you have money, you're in crisis mode. It's a Yeah. Yeah. You're in crisis mode. It's just the money part is so oh, big. That's tough. Yeah. That's really tough. That's what I feel. I just feel horrible about. It. And there, that I'm, panic. I have that panic when, when, like, I have that anxiety when you run a business on your own and mm-hmm. you're a freelancer. Yeah. You can't pay the bills in the, the oh, month. Oh, dude. And then the yeah. next month, maybe, and then you borrow money and then you do this. You have that panic month to month where you get used to it. Same way yeah. you're dealing with it. So now in this high risk situation where I've dealt with that panic self inflicted by my own, not realizing seeing the patterns of myself so I can prepare myself yeah. to, for growth and for, you know, to be safe in these kind of situations. Uh, how much it, it took me 20 years you know to be able to resolve it yeah and get yeah. to a place where i could now deal with an attack like this on society mm. like a virus 
Yeah. Like, and, and, and they're, they're sending out so many. I see it, man. All the gurus, everybody, and, and the ad. You know, just do this and you start making money. This is how you're going to get through. This is how you, It's not that fucking easy. No, man. They're going to start there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but we're talking about maybe. They're not going to yeah. just flip it and work it and start making money. Talk about. That That drives me crazy, the the you get know ri- get, get rich quick thing like yeah. dude like come on man you're like that's no like it just doesn't work that way you know it's like buy a house and flip it and do this yeah. thing and you're like a, you know real estate market and you're like come on there man. are opportunities there's opportunities not to say they're not you can align things in the right but if you have you need to be believe like have the father or the guide or the mother who guides you? You have if, those if, things yeah. resolved. Once you have those patterns resolved, you can take, you can you can go exactly, yeah. man. Like that, most of those guys have had those things from the get go. Yeah. Or have those, you know, like those guys that are like super high growth or whatever. Like they have those things. They don't have a lack in that department. Oh. They might have lack in other departments, but they don't have a lack in that department. You know, like the the money pr- prosperity department. You know, it's like those guys, and they're like, oh no, no, super easy because blah, 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 and then you know, not yeah. super easy. Just all you have to do is grind. It's like no, dude. Yeah. You know, if your pattern is grinding yeah. and never making it because your system, you're being loyal to a system that's of of poverty. You're never gonna get out of that until you look at that system and you heal it. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's other there's people that can do it through different methodologies, through I don't know, transcendental meditation. Yeah. Or you know, whatever, maybe traditional therapy or whatever that gets them to that place. But there has to be some new factor that comes in that changes the pattern for you, so you can be able to achieve those things. Yeah. If not, you can't make. I, and I, you got to be in the right place to yeah. to. Um, and then seize the opportunities that come. Dude, you know how many opportunities have come across your play- table as an entrepreneur, man? I, yeah. I've, I know I've had a yeah. thousand opportunities that come across my table. Yeah. And I've either been too dumb, too, not looking in the right place, not right timing, not mm. right thing to be able to take those opportunities and capitalize on them. Now that I'm into my place of prosperity and looking at my stuff and, you know, dealing with the stuff and mm. my patterns and all this shit, it's like now I, I see – if, you know, I see a thing and I'm like, whack, I whack it over the head yeah. and I'm able to execute on something. <laughs> mine. <laughs> yeah, except mine. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that, that's how it is, man. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's, I mean, I remember I was 26. I had, that was my biggest going into this where I thought I was an entrepreneur, you know, 26. This is, and this is 2006, right? Yeah. And we, we had an opportunity with this great, you know, concept there was walls decals like this, this was in the dude we're it's us and a company called blick and we're not even aware of each other okay until we start I, I remember you saying something like that yeah set the the things that go on that like stickers that go on the walls yeah they're all doing it now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah yeah this was started we got offered uh by it's called uh urban outfitters Oh yeah, Urban Outfitters. Those guys are huge. They want to buy and resell it. Oh, for you from you guys? Yeah, twenty six. Yeah. I'm twenty six. Huge opportunity. I'm being very arrogant about this. I'm just throwing out numbers that are not. We haven't even like we got to go to China or we got to do this. We got to do. Where there's nobody, and the guy, the guy I'm with, the partner, he's not even, and he's older, so I'm looking at to him for guidance. Yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't know either. So we're trying to figure it out, but we're not taking, Man. we're not understanding Ugh. the, we're living in the moment so much of creating and doing stuff. We're not understanding the huge possibility of this and how it can grow. And we don't have experience. Yeah. So we end up losing 
these things. And what is, it was pretty much them offering, like, we like your branding and it looks cool and we like the designs. We'll just roll with you guys. But then what happened is the moment that we couldn't manage and supply yeah. uh, at the low enough you know, cost or be quick enough to adapt to it, you can't put a patent on putting yeah. a piece of sticker on the wall. Yeah. We took yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the decals for cars and put it on walls yeah. and inverted what they were doing. Yeah. And we did for like a stencil too that you kind of paint and spray and then you make it super. But uh, yeah, and then after Walmart, everybody urban, everybody starts making Everybody their own got stuff. into that. I they remember that on yeah, like 15 years yeah. ago. Yeah. That would have been absolutely. That would have been a home run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but what that's is, my what loss. Was it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, but what was it that prevented you from from hitting that out of the park and it's like your po- possibly your patterns yeah the patterns 100%. of not of whatever that was right mm-hmm. and that's that to me is the majority of of things us in in order to be loyal to our patterns yeah we'll do things that make no rational sense no now we see them now we have intuition we, we have yeah. experience, those losses and everything and we kind of but you know how it is we have great ideas all the time I know what's coming. We can we visionaries. We see what's coming. We can yeah. see how behavior. We analyze. Being an over analyst, I think, is going to be a job in the future. <laughs> We're like, I'm over analyzing this. Like, good, you're hired. Come on, I need more of you. You you process way too much shit than people should. So that's, that's funny. <laughs> I, I gotta I gotta do a quick thing, and this is something I've held on for so long. But I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm gonna do something with this idea. I'm not gonna do something with this idea. I know this is going to happen anyway. <laughs> I'm just going to give it out to the Yeah, universe. I'm just going to give it. Anybody yeah. who wants to are in the business. You know these, uh, we got cars, right? Yeah. The cars are turning into cell phones pretty much. Yeah. Like the information, data, mm-hmm. they're all mm-hmm. interconnected. And, and uh, they're turning into, they are. But the, yeah, the, uh, and then what we have on the street, we're going down the highways, right? We start, we see these billboards. It yeah. was just a billboard first, the, deco- the, the thing on it. That's gone out. Now it's LEDs and it's switching multiple leds now huge the huge like quantum leap that's going to happen to those is they're going to turn into when ar like what magic leap in there doing yeah when they and hey, you guys you can take this and, and make that money back now you go <laughs> make all that money make all that money <laughs> these screens are going to turn into uh google ads because um, they're going to be green yeah. they're going to be green there's not going to be a message on them and you the, the way we're going to see them is not through our glasses we're not going to do it. they're going to be put in the cars where you have people like tesla and these the cars the way they're reading reality is going to be like the matrix. oh that's smart and yeah. the way you're reading reality in your car and what ar is getting fed in into your the, you know your perspective where the ar is implementing the view on that billboard is going to be hyper targeted towards you and what you're doing. Wow. So these billboards are going to turn into these, these Google ads. And we're going to have people. Tra- so we talk about the retargeting. Where That's we're not, smart. I went yeah. somewhere. and then, Like Minority Report. Like yeah, when the guy's walking t- through the, the billboard and the billboards are like changing to, hey, you should, hey, you, you know. know. Yeah. They know you. They know you. They yeah. know exactly who you are. going to know you. And, and, and that's a clear way. And I see this. And I've been in meetings with with these zoning uh, lawyers because they're the ones that know it. So they go in and buy these things. It's not, The clear channel all this stuff is one thing. But you have individual lawyers that work with zoning permits and all this stuff yeah. that have owned these things. Oh, man. So That's, we're talking yeah. about the new uh, blue Way waters. Of advertising, The yeah. green field is when AR uh, gets fully emerged. And we're talking we, – because we folks are what? I'm not going to wear those stupid glasses. Yeah. Virtual reality, I don't have time to escape. 
which yeah. reality is escapism. AR is augmented the bonfire. reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Augmented reality That's is smart. not. Well, I don't want to wear those glasses. They look stupid. Okay, well, you know, they're not going to look stupid forever. I don't want to put in a contact. You know, yeah. And eventually you go like, yeah, but you know, the opportunities are here. But now Dude, they implement that into cars. Cell and phones stuff. used to be this big. Yeah. And now you're walking around with a basically a flat screen TV in your pocket. And 5G's coming. And you, you can't, can't do it without, you can't live without this thing. You, you know? can. When 5G comes, you can't opt out. Really? You can you can throw this phone away. You can go offline. You can do stuff. You can opt out. They can't find you if you just do enough stuff now. When 5G is down and, uh, you know, what, how are you going to opt out from facial recognition? Yeah, there's no way. How are you going to opt out when you're standing outside of a place and say, hey, I need a ca- Minority taxi report. And they, they hear your voice, yeah. But they also hear, why is he sounding so uh, desperate? Why is he sounding aggressive over here? Why is, why is he so warm? Is he, yeah. How do you think they're Running gonna, hot. Running hot? Why is he running hot? Mm-hmm. Why is he Ooh. pissed off? Huh? So, are you sick? Let's, let's give him some ice cream. Are you, going, you can't go in here because no, you you're running yeah, hot. Yeah, you're running hot. And also, you want insurance? Mm, but mm. you were born in this area and uh, this yeah, way, exactly. so I'm sorry, but uh, we can't give you. You're oh. more likely genetically to have, and that's what we're doing. We Yikes! Can. That's gonna be there's gonna be like so much data, mm. aggregate data on everybody that naturally everything will implemented. be naturally implemented yeah. to your perspective. Yeah, it's jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where I'm, you, I'm interested in like. How that's our old people thing right now. I used to buy it. That's what we're gonna complain about. <laughs> Stop reading my yeah. goddamn pee. <laughs> like, uh, I'm sorry, Pepperidge sorry. Farmer members. I'm afraid I cannot let you do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, there was there's an interesting thing that you know, I was uh, one of my buddies is um, he did his PhD at, at University of Illinois in Champaign mm. about artificial intelligence. Yeah, you told you talked about this on the with uh, Eric, right? No, 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 not the about AI? this specifically. Okay. So what he talked? Did I talk about the consciousness? We talked stuff? about him, him, the, the uh, my buddy, the PhD, the PhD yeah. dude. Well, we were talking about. Um, I might have talked about. It. I can't remember now. But what you know, there, he's looking for consciousness outside of the human brain, mm-hmm. and the morphic resonance is like the antenna thing. Yeah, you know, it's like we're antennas of a of a consciousness that lives amongst all of us. Yes, you know that's. That's huge. So, so everybody's like, oh, no, no, AI is going to do this. And I'm like, man, I think the next frontier is we're, it's going to be 180 of what we think it is. It's like these it external machine is, is going to be the thing that makes us even mm-hmm. larger. It's like, no, the study of this thing, of this phenomenon yeah. is going to be the thing that takes we're us to the next level. We're focused on the robots. We're focused on the robots. Like robots are just tools yeah. like anything else. Yeah. They can be intelligent, but I, I don't think the con- – you know, they're, they're parts of our creation, obviously, mm-hmm. but the next frontier seems like the data that we're going to find in AI and the aggregate data that we find everywhere mm-hmm. is a bigger focus of this phenomenon that we have as human beings that cannot be explained mm-hmm. by normal guidance, right? And that's what Nicholas Christakis is talking about. He says he took this AI machine and they took this whole, you know, computer generation of the Witterall effect, you know, and what happens in these systems. And it's a it's a visual and 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 data representation of this phenomenon that happens in the mm-hmm. in the workshops. In the morphic resonance workshops. I had, I had such a trip when you were talking now. <laughs> <laughs> I started going outside. I'm Dude, like, you know, I you, saw you. you I saw you, you a little bit on your little trip. I on your good? little trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
but you see this thing that it goes like he he had this visual representation. So imagine like a a, a nebula, so like a cloud yeah. that has all these data points in them, mm. and like one person would die, and then the 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 probability of the people around them, of like the nucleus mm. around them, would go up to fifty percent of them dying. Mm. Like a father and daughter, mm. a mother, you know, husband and wife, mm. um, you know, the, the probability of them dying in that system and that nucleus of that data, like kind of that, that data cluster, you can start seeing the data clusters of that information and that we're more interconnected than we actually know. Yeah. That we're far more interconnected than we actually know. Oh. I, this, the biggest realization I had, th where the biggest amount of empathy entered my my consciousness like i really understood we're all one it wasn't through yeah. it wasn't through any dmt or like it was through, ayahuasca yeah it, it was through realization and that you know it, 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 it and it's this when we are like i was sitting in front of somebody i don't know the person i was talking and as we're talking i kind of float away in my mind i'm thinking about stuff but i'm talking to him <laughs> i'm there But in my mind, I'm doing something else, you <laughs> yeah. know, and not to be rude, but yeah. I'm already, I'm inspired by the talk. That means yeah. I'm studying what's going on. So I'm yeah. in my body and in my, but I'm also outside studying the situation. And I start seeing the same, I start seeing me. I don't know. In that me, person? In that person. Mm. And I start seeing me talking back to myself. Mm. And I start thinking, well, he's talking about this experience and all this stuff. And he's just, you know, excited about this and scared about that. So even why I'm doing it now. And I forget. We forget this. 99% of the time we forget that this is going on. It's you talking to yourself. Yeah. Uh, and whatever issues you might have. And kind of. So I start. I talk to him. And then I, I start peeling off. You know, peeling the layers of, well, that story is bullshit. Not to be. And that's that. It's not bullshit. Yeah. But I'm saying. It doesn't serve me. Yeah. You're just and, sifting and on, on through that the. Person, yeah. Okay. If I take that off. Take that. Who is this guy? Who is this guy? The same way with awakening coaching, uh, well, mm. who's asking that question? Who's asking? So I'm asking him because he is me now asking who's asking that question for him. And I'm peeling all the layers off. And eventually, there's, there, he doesn't have any stories. He doesn't have any, like, anybody. Talk. It's just, and then I'm like, you're just energy. You're just life energy. Mm. You're alive and you're life energy. That boom, boom comes and goes. I am life energy, too. And I fight for these stories. And I took away all my stuff, too. Now we're both life energy that is part of this stuff, right? The stories are gone. The layers are gone, everything. Jeez. So I'm looking at him and how when we're alive, when we're both electricity, when we're both that, how are we not the same? Do we, do we yeah, say different like, sense. oh, electricity, Yeah. this is life. Yeah. We're both life. Yeah. We're both electricity. You don't call electricity, this is electricity, uh, this is electricity that's gone through this. And we give it different things. Yeah. And I'm working it's on something called the same schematic source, of change, yeah. actually. I'm going to show schematic that. Schematic of change? Yeah. It, it looks kind of like an electricity wiring. Oh, okay. But I do a programming so you can look at that and see what's going on, where you kind of default back to an old behavior. Really? But you do it very visually. That's interesting. So you can, because you, you need to do it creatively and visually, and then you need to do very pragmatical and like structural for some people. Okay. Not just in words. So it's visually, I'm trying to do a little mixer. I'll, I'll show it to you. That'll, that'll be interesting. Dude, I'd love to see that. Yeah. But that was the big, that was the big insight that I'm talking back to myself, uh, and not wow. just me. And who am I? You know, it's not me, but in my mind, I am. Yeah, you're like in resonance. Yeah, design my life. I that's all I, what, that I know. Um, Chris Voss, that never split the difference. Yeah. You know the book that never split the difference. 
he calls that you go into a place of like neurological resonance. Yes. So it's you're on the like it's being profoundly on the same page. Mm. You know, like when we're we're talking right now and yeah. we're in a state of neurological resonance. Yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. And so we're kind of like it, we've created a system right now. We're watching a screen. Where we're watching it. Yeah. Exactly. Where we're feeding we're off of each other. Yeah. Uh, well, like we're feeding off of each other and mm-hmm. we're creating this. Play. That's what's created in these podcast spaces mm-hmm. is this state of neurological resonance because you can't get away from the mic. You can't get away from the person you're at. You're looking them in the eyes and you're yeah. creating this conversation that goes profound and deep and vast into mm-hmm. different places. And that's what he calls that. Uh, I mean, he, it, it, it's, it's to me. The interesting part of it is that what you're saying is like you're communicating on several different planes of yeah. planes of of consciousness, you know. But like, the underlying thing that the big that the heart like that the warm feeling when you're doing yeah. it, that's singularity. That's life. That's empathy, mm. right? That's yeah. the glue that keeps us. Well, I think the path, like when it connects, that's empathy. Yeah, yeah of course. Because it, it's home. It's the same. Yeah, I'm it's the same energy. Family. You're resonating yeah. with you're 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 in a place of resonance with another human being, yeah. which is interesting. It's yeah, and this is why music is so good, man. Yeah, and podcasting getting popular because well, not everybody you know makes music can do. Everybody can talk and have ideas everybody can vision, talk, ex- yeah. have stories, but with music you jam, man. Dude, and here's the big. It the goes big to stuff. the same place. Yeah, when it you goes to the same energy. On, yeah, and I'm gonna take back what I said before about. No, you can't take it back. It's, on, it's already on tape. Okay, you so can't okay. do it. I'm gonna develop on the, <laughs> the thought. You're gonna expand when you play, <laughs> and you watch people, and they all sing the same stuff. They sing the same song, and they're all together. They look at each other. In how many places can you have a place where people are have empathy and kind of like unite with something and know how you feel? Yeah. If I go to a new place, I don't know how you feel. Yeah. I don't know what your intentions are. When you sing and you look at something and you're standing next to each other, it becomes that church. Yeah, you're in that, you're in resonance. In resonance, you're in a collective resonance. Yeah. Now, now you as an, an, a, a musician or an artist that are performing for them, and you yeah. get all of that resonance, you can see it. For them, it's a singular thing. They watch you, but you're watching so much. You're yeah. the one getting super high. Yeah. From it, but they're they're getting high too because they're in it. Yeah. So that synergy was something I was very I didn't care about it before. Yeah. I destroyed synergy. Oh, yeah? That's how I was, because I was angry at Synergy. Yeah. Because yeah. Synergy was broken by family being broken apart. Mm. Now, I was I was trying to break other families apart, yeah. other Synergies apart. This I turn into a virus. I that's turn into interesting. A, a destroyer yeah, instead of a... Uh, so now... That's really cool that yeah. you can see it from that perspective now and assume the responsibility of yeah. it. You know? That's really interesting. Especially when you have, like, the when, when Nixon now, the last one was in Rolling Stones magazine. That's incredible, we, man. You, the stuff I put in there. Yeah. If I get out and I get into those kind of places, how the the I actually will have an you know I don't have a, a hundred thousand followers on or whatever a mil, on, but I know the music is influencing Dude, people. It's affecting yeah. people. I know that with that and the reason why it resonated because it was an, it was a very strong move. For us to finish that and put it together, we yeah. meant every small, minute little detail of it as far as we could. But we knew it wasn't the greatest album. We knew it wasn't going to be the best one. We're now working on the new one, which is going to be the healing album. Oh, okay. where all of this stuff we're talking about, everything is implemented. Even my brother, my kid brother, is now working on, and I'm working on. I'm blessed to be working with him on the album artwork. Really, so I've done their artwork for PG Lost. They tour the world. They're a post rock band. Yeah. 
I think a lot of people that are listening to this would love listening to them. They call it PG okay. dot Lost, and they're on Spotify and everywhere. Okay. Instrumental. PG beautiful. dot Lost. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful tour of the world. They have fans. Amazing. I'm working on their artwork now for their new album as well. And what we're talking about, same thing. Me and my brother haven't talked for for a while. He's been out touring, and I've been busy, and I've gone through yeah. stuff. So we would say a good year, maybe a year, six months to a year of being a little disconnected. Yeah. And we're now be, being reconnected with the music and the things that we love, and especially... Quarantine uh, time. Quarantine. Yeah, it really well provoked it. Yeah, of It's just like, this is the opportunity. Let's go back. Yeah. Where are we? Okay, sorry. I love you, man. Miss yeah, you. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we can work on these things. So the artwork, they're, they're doing the same thing. And we haven't even talked about it. He's on... He's on that journey, too. Man, that's healing. huge. So that album is going to be about healing, growth, going through life and death, wow. and kind of like, it was Well, so you started cool the movement. Like, you, the movement resonates in the whole family. Possibly. It could be. That's, that's usually yeah. what happens is, like, one person starts the movement, and it's like, like, it starts resonating amongst everybody in the family, and the circle's just the ripple effects of the movement happens everywhere. Yeah. yeah. That, is, that, is, that is the interesting part where it can heal. Even though you're not together, even oh, you're not, dude. you're apart, even, you know, oh, beyond death. Yeah. I mean, Rupert, Sheld that's what Rupert Sheldrake talks about is the packs of wolves, you know, that mm -hmm. if you separate one of the wolves from the pack, they still have some type of communication between themselves. You know what I mean? That's, 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 that, that's not affected by time and space. And the same thing with flocks of birds and, you know, the blue tits or whatever they, you know they have the the you oh, know when they do that motion yeah they do like the, the 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 you know I, I think they're called um and f schools of fish, yeah like example. schools of fish like minnows yeah. and stuff when they're evading predators that's a, there's a there's a fabric between all the things mm. or there's like a, a cloud of information that's a, between all things they form a a system that void is is absolutely uh i call it and i call and, and on nicks i call it the void between the stars Oh wow, that's that. It's so interesting, man. Because there's nothing there, right? You look at it, it's nothing there, but it holds everything together. Yeah, and and that's it. Feels good there, like when you look like it's at right. it. Yeah, you look at it because when you look at, I would say, and I, I like the whole constellations part so much because it connects something that's really not connected before. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. it's just stars randomly. It's like gravity. Yeah, why do we create constellations so we can have a story? Now these yeah. stars mean something to us, and we yeah. have guidance and everything. And it's, it's uh, the, the empathy, the empathy part that is the void between the stars. Once they're connected and reconnected, like, the empathy is the void between the yeah, stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever that force is that connects all things. At least is. that feels good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever that force that connects all things is the most powerful force on the planet is what I see it as. Because if you're willing to sacrifice your life to do to fulfill it, yeah. To fulfill the pull from that thing. Yeah. It's like dark energy to me. It's like yeah, it's like a yeah. it's like a thing that's not it's it's the the opposite of, of it is the lack of it is the, the thing that shows shows the the force of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's like you you it's like right here, and then when you look at it, it's not. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> it's funny, man. And, and I think about the uh, uh, the never uh, split difference. Yeah. The person that says that, like, oh, sorry, I can't do it. You know, you know, the person that says they're not important. Yeah. And gives the impression of oh, I don't. They're gonna go crazy. It's crazy. Like, that's probably the most important part. 
So that the void in between, the void in between, is is we look at the things mm. and we create constellations and we create this line between them and we put empathy in it so we can feel good and we can have something. But the void in between, uh, no matter what we have there, is is the and it's and and and, and acknowledging it as being as part of of the system as the other parts. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the void in between is as part much a part of this as well. Yeah. Like it's all of it is a part of it. And yeah. you can't neglect any piece of it. Peace is good word because the yeah. I think we find we can find comfort in the points, you know, and the things, but the absolute peace we need to find is in the void. Yeah. You can find it yeah, in the things that aren't and the things that aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. That's fucking we did. That's almost three hours, man. I think it's a good. <laughs> That's a good place to stop. <laughs> I gotta go into the void a bit now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tell everybody where they can find you. Um, you have your podcast, the Unsocial Show. Yeah, we're doing a bit of everything there. It's not really defined into. I mean, you have yeah. like a million things on your plate, right? So Nick's uh, human-sized giants. Uh huh. Um, the Unsocial Show, Unsocial Pomade. Well, incredible I got pro- beard I got, I and product stuff, yeah, products on Amazon. Kinda, pro, how do you say support these? Uh, yeah, call it culture defense fund. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so whatever, you, uh, whatever I'm involved in, feel free to support it. Yeah, I, man. I mean to do good with the money. Of I, course, I need to implement it as powerfully as I can to yeah to see. grow the communities around me and myself, and 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 just you know uh, develop in, uh, towards a good place. Yeah, it's a. Uh, and and uh, I would say, there's there's one thing I'm starting now as we're doing on social show. I know you're on that discovery journey too with Sulu. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's awesome. And I think it's really cool. I'm super happy to be here. I'm yeah, of to course, be man. Asked to uh, sit and talk to you like this. Yeah, it's of course, cool. man. It's super cool. I really like it. And, and it's called Outlawpreneur. Outlawpreneur. Yeah. Okay, good. That's awesome, man. Because I like it. It's going to split apart from the unsocial show. It's more escapism. And yeah. it's more, we talk about that kind of stuff too. Everything. How do you build it? But it's more art and artist and, and, and creative stuff and just, just you know, good time. Get yeah. Little, uh, but when it comes to Outlawpreneur, it is about the, the, the breakers of the mold. Okay. The uh, people that are, you know, a bit of outsiders. I think uh, freelancers, uh, people that are separating themselves from, from bad elements, you know, it, it, you you got to break laws, and especially you, you got to break, break your laws, own mindset yeah. all the time. You got to break your own break belief patterns. all the time. Be- otherwise, you become a prisoner, in it. and then you got to break yeah. free. And you need your little band of you know outlaws <laughs> to come and break you free. The rebels, yeah, the rebels, and they yeah. come and break you free. Hey, you're stuck in this mindset. They bust you out of jail. Yeah. So the outlawpreneur is, it's kind of like a fun, you know, you know, it's got that attitude that we come yeah. with, you know. So yeah. the, the grit. Uh, one one of the thoughts is that the rebels show you what's what needs attention in the system. Yeah. Yeah. Rebels show you what needs attention in the system. Yeah. And what rebel is, is resistance, right? Yeah. So whenever you feel that resistance, yeah, you got to go with that rebel that's give, it, it, yeah. in, your, in your reality right now and then Jeez. follow it through and then you'll find. Yeah. And no, it's in, that's, that's find huge. Fear and you go through it. Yeah. So if you want to be on the show, bookings at Zulu1podcast.com is our email. Our website is Zulu1podcast.com. Um, also, if you want to support the show, anchor.fm forward slash Zulu dash one O N E forward slash support. 
um, you know, that's that's always a good way that you can support the podcast. If you want to give 99 cents a month, $5 a month, or $10 a month, we'll be happy to take um, any donations that come in to continue to bring awesome guests like my buddy Val in today um, to support the podcast. Um, thank you, everybody. Thanks, Val, for being here, man. This has been awesome. Thank you, brother. All right, cool. See you soon. Bye.